Hey, it's episode 92, finally, I finally finished editing it. We had some major problems with this episode. It took me like two weeks to friggin' figure this out. Is that how long it's been since we released an episode? Has it been two weeks? I didn't even look. But yeah, anyway, sorry about that. We had some major technical difficulties. We had a we had a really bad cable when we were recording, apparently. And uh, uh, disclaimer, you might... I don't know if you're going to notice or not. I tried my best to like splice them together and make them sound nice. But you might notice some weird gaps in the conversation where I, you know, where we lost some chunks. But I don't think it's that bad. Hopefully, you don't lose your minds when you hear it. I don't even know if you'll notice. Anyway... Now, that's out of the way. We continue. May there be blood month. The month of May, we have been focusing on the exceptionally bloody and gory and violent. Uh, and this week is no exception. Um, we talk about Takashi Mike's 2001 film, Ichi the Killer. Um, and a fabulous movie it is. Very upsetting, very disturbing, and also hilarious. Um, and we had a great time talking about it, and we hope you enjoy the conversation. Some other things that we discussed, some other movies and such. Uh, Melissa, oh yeah, Melissa continues her Masters of Horror viewing, uh, and she talks about episodes three and four. You remember Masters of Horror? Mick Garris put it together, 2005. Um, but yeah, that's all she talks about, episodes three and four. Episode three was, I believe... Oh, damn. Dance of the Dead and four was Jenny. Or maybe I flip-flopped those. Anyway, who cares? Um, <laughs> I discussed 1988, Bad Dreams. And I also discussed this year's... I talk about... Not discuss. It's not a discussion. I just talk about it. Because um, <laughs> Melissa's never seen it. Uh, but this year's 2022, The Seed. The Seed came out this year 2022 like i just said and i also discuss i also talk about oh man these intros ugh. um i also talk about a nightmare on elm street for the dream master from 1988 uh, i think that's it this is forsaken cinema episode 92 Beer. After our weekend, did you go? Did you drink more on Monday? Because uh, you had Monday off. No. And you didn't record. No, I didn't really drink any. I was wondering if you were taking advantage of your free day. Nope. I hung out around the house, took a nap. It was boring. Yeah, didn't. Record. But it was nice. It was like I took like two naps during the day and wow. like chilled. I and, wish I could take two yeah, naps. I wish I could awesome. take one nap. Yeah, I didn't do shit. The kids were at school. Oh, so jelly. I did nothing. Great. Yep. That's so interesting. What a good intro. Yeah, what a really great riveting. intro. Hello, everyone, and <laughs> welcome to our riveting show. Yep, that's I am, it. I am your riveting host, Chuck. And I am your horror co-host, Mel. Yes, also not riveting. Did I say I was? Nope. That's true. Mm-hmm. This is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Melissa and I discuss a horror movie. That we do. Or, wow, man, I really messed that up. And I thought about writing it down, too. I was like, you should write the intro down. Because no one way. of these times, you're going to mess it, it up. Batwing it. Here, I'll start all over again. 
Oh, this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite movies based on a monthly theme. That's correct. And this theme is May There Be Blood. We are focusing on the gory, the bloody, the violent, the The queasy ouchies, the the more blood, the better movies. Mm. And uh, this week's selection is high on all of those things yes, we are doing on quite a few things itchy the killer itchy itchy there's lots of gore and violence and, and blood things things not a lot of is there a lot of eh, i guess there's a lot of blood there's some yeah. aftermath scenes that there's are definitely blood really, yeah really bloody so yep we continue may there be blood we started off with uh what did we start with the wizard of gore that was fun <laughs> now we're doing itchy the killer What's some other, uh, besides the other two that we're doing, uh, what's some other fun, bloody, See, gory, you can't put me on the spot gutsy. like that. I'm sorry. That's just, you know, Now I gotta think to about it. I don't know. Come on. Off the top of your head. Nope. Gory ass movie. Go. Can't think. I can't bloody, think of anything. Bloody movie. Can't Go. think of anything, but we're already doing. Nasty, nope. gory, don't bloody. Know. Stop Nothing it. Nothing is coming to Stop mind. Stop it. No. You can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I think the bloodiest movie... Maybe the yeah. I would have to say ah, it's not really that serious though. And we already did it. Dead alive. Oh yeah. Ooh. Or brain whatever it's called. Brain dead. Brain dead. Dead alive. That's a very gory movie. That's the yes. most gory movie I can come up with off Beautiful. the top of my head. Yes, it is quite wonderful. Wonderful. Um, honestly, in this show we don't delve too too much. And there, there's movies that you can really dig into. I was reading about some movies today. There's a movie called uh, because I was looking up like gory. Mm-hmm. Um, bloody movies, like, you know, kind of extreme, disturbing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I came across a movie called... Blood Feast? No. <laughs> no, Blood Feast. No. Uh, this one is like... Uh, it's called The Angel... Um, the Angel of... No, what was it called? The Angel of... Um, Your mom's house? No, it was a weird word. Hold on. I got it in my search history in here. You didn't watch it, though? No, I, can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it anywhere. I'm going to try to find it because it's supposed to be like this super disturbing, is it? terrifying movie. Not terrifying, but it's supposed to be like really, really gross. Okay. It's not there. Wow. I'm going to sing a song while we wait. Okay. <laughs> tell us what it is. Oh, oh. I just t- typed in the angel of and then Cape May bed and breakfast angel of the sea <laughs> came up. So the angels melancholia. Wow. Wait, that sounds familiar. It's by a uh, it's by a director named uh, Marion Dora, mm. and it's it's touted as the most controversial movie ever is made. This, what is this? French? No, German. Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a lot of German movies that are like that that are like oh, extreme yeah. gore. Well, this is bad ratings, but I've heard of this. Oh, I can recommend one that I think I recommended on this show before. Uh, Song of Solomon is mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. pretty solid gore movie. If you really want to check out extreme gore and oh, yeah. bloody violence and stuff you can do any of the guinea pig movies you can do august underground oh. which i have no desire to ever watch again oh you have seen it oh god yeah. yes i had a co-worker yeah, recently really. watch it and he was like don't watch that i'm not really a fan of those types of movies it's just like, it's just like yeah, okay real most of the movie i just laughed at how stupid it was and it's like it is gory and there's parts that'll get you yeah. i mean it is nasty but it's i don't know it's like you're sitting there and, and that's all it is and you know it's fake and you know it's not a r- really happening. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a waste of time. 
in my opinion. Some people like that shit. But I mean, and that's all okay. horror movies that you watch, you know, are fake. So. But I mean, there's fun stories in some, okay. and there's likable characters, and or there's unlikable characters, yeah. and it's bad, but it's it's entertaining, and it's like it has substance. It has something, whether or not it's filled with gore or not, is either here nor there. I like gory movies. I like I bloody too. movies. They're fun. Mm-hmm. But if that's all they are if just some dude shows up and he's like hey i'm crazy killer and here's a person i'm gonna cut up and torture and that's the movie and there's no humor i like and that there's no, no you don't <laughs> sometimes and there's don't kink shame me i the only reason i can find myself watching those is as like an endurance test yeah. like how much shit can i take and uh even song of solomon you could say that that's just gore for gore's sake but not i don't agree that movie was hilarious and uh, and a lot of it was intentionally hilarious, and I th- I thought it was funny. But there's other movies that are just mean and gross. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of. That's fair. That's so okay. anyway. You went. You really went in on that. Okay. Went in on that. There is a little little blurb on the uh, the excessively bloody and gory side of horror, which is a uh, I wouldn't say is popular. No, as I don't think definitely a lot not. Of people, especially not now. You really got to be in. You really got to be into watching like yeah. everything. Like I want to see everything before you start really getting yeah. into the really gross, disgusting shit. And especially with people who like now like horrors. Like there's so much elevated horror that people elevated like, horror. People I don't want to like hear that, that word ever again well, on my show. I said it as bullshit term. But you know what I mean. You know what kind of movies I'm referencing. And there's people who like yeah. only those kind of horror movies who yeah. would not want to watch any right. of this gore. Oh, if we're talking about okay, you can use. The term elevated horror, it, ironically, if you, I hate that term. It doesn't but, make but a difference yes, to me. But the people, you know what type of movie? But the type about. of people that you're talking about mm-hmm. would call them. It's like, well, mm-hmm. this isn't horror. This isn't like trashy horror. Yeah, like all it's the other, elevated. like the, all the other horror movies out there. This is this is actually elevated horror. So they can yeah. make themselves feel good about liking a horror movie. Yeah, because Although those are good movies, but still, yeah, like, they are. It's nice to have variety. But still, the term elevated horror is a subtle mm-hmm. way of film buffs who don't like horror yeah. to shit on horror. Like the genre as a whole, and to say like, well, yeah. these aren't like those other shitty horror movies that <laughs> you stupid people like. These are actually smart, and it's like, get the fuck out of my face. Anyway, fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in I the guess. context of what you're saying, yes, like normies are not know, gonna are not gonna get CVs into. They're yeah. not gonna wanna. Yeah, and they're just gonna shit. In fact, Ichi the Killer, um, uh, Ebert, Roger Ebert. Mm-hmm. Uh, really does not like this movie at all. I mean, all. <laughs> I can understand why someone wouldn't like this movie. I don't agree with them, but I can understand it. Yeah, for sure. He thinks it's just degenerate Yeah, nonsense. but he thinks that about a lot of movies, especially yeah. horror. He's a so. fan of Reanimator. He's a okay. fan of Stuart Gordon movies. Well, that's one. Um, but anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was a fun little, nice little intro discussion. I hated it. We've never done really that before. Um... But anyway, it's over now, and thank God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, thank God. What did you watch this week? Okay. Well, I can. Well, how are you first? I'm, I'm well, thank you. All right, get to the movies. Okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. I watched uh, two more episodes of The Master of Horrors, which um, I will actually, I will keep watching, but I know next week I already have like a movie that I watched that I'm going to talk about, so don't get too attached to The uh, Master of Horrors. If we record next week. Well, the next episode, bud. It's looking a little shady. Maybe little Wednesday. Shaky, not shady. Maybe Wednesday. I don't know. All right, maybe we'll cram something in there. We could do a mini episode too if you wanted to. Where we can just do, we can cut the like all of it out if we don't have the time and just show up, crank out a half an hour, forty five minute episode, just so that we can keep the movies going. We'll see. If you wanted to, I don't know. 
I don't know. Why are we discussing this? Yeah, fuck this. We really don't need to. Let me tell you all what I want. Okay. (laughs) So I continued the Masters of Horrors series, which I talked about last episode. So um, as you know, it's like a little anthology series. Mini. I don't know. That's what they call it. Hold on. Can you call... Because I struggled with this last it's week. It's not an like, anthology. There's no connection between the episodes. That's true. And also the episodes are movie standalones too. They're TV movies. But that's then what maybe, called, it, so. maybe it's an anthology TV series. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know why I had the need to label things. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's your personality. I know. I need everything to make sense and line up and be organized. You go here. You're in this category. <laughs> you're over here. You're but in this category. it's not that simple. I know. It's really not. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you label us? Friends? Just friends. What? Frenemies? Fre- no, not frenemies. Frenemies. Arch nemesis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Frenemies? You said you could beat say, me up. You I, said you could beat me up over the weekend. I did? Oh, my God. At the Were you drunk? We were at, at the, the brewery. brewery. You said you could take Mike and I at the same time. <laughs> and I said I was going to stab you. I mean, we were all joking, but it was like, oh, he wants he wants a fight. Let's I go. Fight. I, I can take both of you Put guys. it up. Put it up. <laughs> I can take both of you guys. Put it here. If there's no weapons involved. There's always going to be a weapon involved. But you guys are in better shape than I am. I might get, I might get tired out and like sure, not be able to handle you it. Yeah, I us first. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and, I'm, and I'm tripping Mike to get you, away. <laughs> you fucking tiny little people. I'm like all fat. I'm like, get up. Get back here. Uh, like falling over trying to catch you and just get <laughs> winded and then you just, just come and just kick me it was <laughs> fun though it was fun so it was fun and but yeah, yeah. frenemies confirmed <laughs> no arch nemesis 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 all right do you want to hear what i watched you're the one who interrupted it <laughs> you're not sidetracking. me no you did sidetracking you went you stopped and said you said you could beat me up by the way you did okay i can i'm not saying i would but i could beat the shit out of you melissa (laughs) i don't think it would really be that hard Uh, you gotta catch me first (laughs) you gotta catch me first i'll be out of here by the time you get up from that chair if if you were smart you you could outwit me and you could you could do some damage people heard me talk on this show i'm not that smart but if it was just me and you were in a ring (laughs) yeah it wouldn't really yeah let's go box (laughs) it wouldn't take too much Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So I watched season one, episode three, okay. Dance of the Dead. So in a post-apocalypse society, 17-year-old Peggy lives with her mom, who is overprotective since her daughter, Anna, Peggy's sister, obviously, died. Obviously. Well, the synopsis was weird, so I had to rewrite it, and it was just, so I had to put that in there. Peggy works at her mom's restaurant. When two punk couples come to the diner to eat, Peggy is attracted to one of them, Jack, spelled J-A-K, because he's so punk, who invites her to go out with him later. Without telling her mom, they go to a dark club called The Doom Room, which is a cool name. It's a Doom Room. I like it. They should name the episode that. That would have been cool. The MC injects blood into the dead, and they dance in the ring for the exalted audience. When Peggy sees her undead sister, Anna, as one of the dancers, she soon learns the truth as to why she was brought there. So, it's directed by Toby Hooper. Nice. Obviously, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Poltergeist, if you don't know. I don't you remember. I vaguely remember this one. Uh, it's not a, honestly. I think I, don't I turned it off. Think it was very good. It wasn't good. It wasn't okay. I think I watched about half of this one and was like, yeah. I can't take this. But anymore. I'm gonna watch them all. So yeah, this one know? was real boring, wasn't it? Mm. 
And it's based on the short story by Richard Matheson, who wrote I Am Legend. So he is a good author. I'm going to check this short story because I feel like they did some weird stuff with this one. Yeah. Um, Robert England was, is the uh, special guest as yes. the MC yes. of the Doom Room. Yeah, I did see this one. I turned and it off. And he's like wearing weird makeup yep, for some I remember reason. this. Um, and Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins composed the score for this episode, which I thought was just loads of shitty industrial rock songs. <laughs> so it makes sense to I me. I fully remember this one. I was drinking when I watched it. And that didn't I make got, it any better. I got to Robert England. Yeah. And yeah, because I had watched, I had watched the first two mm-hmm. and I, wa- I put on the third one and I remember I was a little, a little buzzed yeah. and drunk and I ended up just like not giving a shit about it and turning it off. Well, I can't do that because I'm watching it. But <laughs> uh, So this episode comes in with one of the lowest ratings, which is a five out of 10 on IMDb, which is pretty average for a lot of movies. So technically, I guess it's not that bad of a rating, but it's hard to really shit on something that's only an hour yeah. long. That's true. No, you can. You yeah, definitely you can. can. But even like because some of these do feel like full like length movies, like yeah, they feel so, long. And this one felt long Ooh, um, for only being an hour, dude. So the opening is a weird flashy mess showing a children's birthday party that goes awry. I'm guessing this is a flashback to the apocalypse thingy, first daughter dying, but it's not very clear. It's super confusing, to be honest. Um, and the use of making the scenes flash and flash and flash and flash and flash. He Too does flashy. this. He does this like edit. It's like whiplash edits and jittery frames. Um, and it's done to death by the first five minutes. Like, seriously, giving me a headache. I really was annoyed by this edit, and I what don't know why to, he did that. What happened to Toby Hooper, man? Yeah, I think he actually <laughs> passed away a couple years after this, so okay. maybe he was just you know, he had a hard time making distracted. Out. Yeah, he had a hard time making it out of the eighties. Yeah, he didn't do too well after the eighties. But that that yeah, the edit was so bizarre on this. <laughs> I actually was part of the reason why I hated the episode. Uh, so you go from the birthday party flashback to a shot in the Doom Room. The Doom Room. The Doom Room, which I think is a cool name. Dude, if we ever get... I'm calling my vagina. If we ever get... <laughs> right, never mind. No, if we ever get what? No, now we're not going to call it that. <laughs> call what? Your I van? was going to say, if we ever get like a studio... Yeah, the Doom Room. If we ever like, get enough money to like rent a little like office space and make a studio or whatever, we should call it the Doom you Room. You guys are not going to be able to fit all that equipment in my vagina. But we're not <laughs> going to call it that anymore because now every, anytime I walk into the Doom Room, I'd be like, oh, I'm walking into Mel's vagina. <laughs> Satan's vagina. <laughs> So anyways, so and it's still doing this ridiculous effect and it could definitely make someone dizzy. Amanda couldn't watch this, this at all. And I feel like this is what might kill the episode, like I said. And there's constant camera shaking. Not a found footage film, but the lack of steady camera for most shots is so irritating. So alone, like cinematography, the film, just it's just a mess. It's just awful. And I like the idea of the goth club. You know, I used to go to like an all ages one like 10 years ago in Philly called Club Nocturne. Okay. And it was like awesome. So I could like Wait, picture how old like were you? 18. Okay. 20. I wasn't 21 yet. So you weren't with Mike. We just started dating when I stopped going to the club. Okay. Yeah. It was so it was like pretty cool, like you know the setup, and it was like a goth techno club that I went to. So that's fun, nice. Uh, and I so I absolutely would love to go to a club where zombies are used as entertainment. That's great. Uh, I can get down with that. But it takes forty five minutes to see the undead do the dance of the dead, oh which is God. the title of the episode, Dance of the Dead. Right. Which like come on, so you should see it. Forty five minutes. Yeah, in an hour long episode. It's kind of like what we talked about with um, when we did body bags, because mm-hmm. Toby Hooper did the last episode, and it's like come get to the on, point, like, right? I swear he thought he thought he was nailing like atmosphere and tension and shit, and he and yeah. he's just not. He's just like dude, it's just slow, man. You're not. Yeah, this is the same problem. And also, not the best dancers. Hmm. You should work on their choreography. 
Like I watched Poltergeist. Actually, I watched Poltergeist last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was like real late. I was up and I just put it on. I mean, mean, it's fantastic. It's amazing. And then you and then you watch some of his later stuff, and it's just like, yeah, it's so bizarre. I don't know what's going on. He just got tired. I think I don't know. Um, so it's acted well and that's fine. It's filled with sex and drugs. So who doesn't love that? But there is a lot left out of this one. Uh, we know that there was some kind of apocalypse where something from the sky is like burning people. I don't know. It's hard to tell. The CGI is pretty bad here too. And blood is in a high demand or something. I don't know. They're like stealing blood from people, beating them up, stealing their blood. It's very confusing. (laughs) They don't give you a lot of details. So most of this one was a head scratcher. And to be honest, even Robert England wasn't enough to make this one good. They just covered him in weird like makeup and just had him. (laughs) Yeah, no, I remember. I remember exactly what he looked like. So honestly, I was very disappointed with this one. Not my favorite, but I digress. Um, So next one. Wait, hold on. I just I just want to take a second. Yep. Toby Hooper is amazing. He is. He's he's like, you know, horror like, icon. Leatherface. I mean, it's only really after the 80s that he started falling off. Leatherface. Le- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm, which I think is. Poltergeist. Life Force was great. The Fun House is great. Eaten Alive. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he? He didn't direct Salem's Lot, did he? I don't recall. He. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Of course. Yeah. He directed Salem's Lot. I mean, he, like some of his movies are like amazing, and then in the nineties, he just kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. But yep. Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so season one, episode. Can I pour four. a little beer out on your on your floor for Toby Hooper? You absolutely cannot. <laughs> uh, open the window and pour it in the the bushes. No, I'd rather pour it in my mouth. Oh, that's fair. Straight so to my face. This one. Oh boy, this one. I don't know how I've seen this one like three times already and not realized that it was a Master of Horrors episode. It's Carl. That's Coral. Yeah, Coral. Saying, saying hi. Anyways, so I, this one is the episode titled Jennifer with one <laughs> N. One <laughs> N. Is Dario Argento? Yes. And yes. I've seen this one before multiple times. I don't know how I kept coming across it, oh but I kept God. watching it. It's Cheese City and I love it. It's weird. Oh my God. It's um, so stupid. So when parked in a remote spot eating lunch with his partner, Detective Frank Spivy saves a disfigured woman named Jennifer from being killed by a deranged homeless man. He feels sorry for Jennifer, so he takes her from the insane asylum and takes her home with him. And, and fucks her. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> Frank becomes obsessed with Jennifer, feeling lust and attraction to her. When he realizes that, th- that there is more to her, he moves with her to an isolated cabin in the woods with tragic consequences. My God. Directed by Dario Argento, <laughs> based on the is, short story by Bruce Jones. This one is fucking weird. Dude, and I <laughs> love this one. I will have to I say. I don't know if I loved it. I enjoyed I do. it. It's I, great. It's weird. It's I laughed gross. more than anything. Oh, there's some humor in here, yeah. too. It is it's amazing. Like, what am I watching? So it stars Steven Weber, who has been in like every TV show. One of those faces you recognize, but maybe don't know his name. Steven um Weber. yes and he's frank spivy oh yeah that guy so like i said i remember watching this when it came out like what the actual fuck did i watch <laughs> <laughs> and when they say that jennifer's face was disfigured they weren't joking that bitch looked bad she looks fucked up they man. like do they hurt it's like and it's not even actually but she looks that bad go- she looks goofy yeah it's silly like her <laughs> lip is like all up she's got like messed teeth yeah, yeah. but like she's like yeah, not that bad double bag it whatever single bag it and she's not like all there either no. is she? she's well, isn't she like she doesn't talk 
Is so, that it? But yeah, isn't she like it. grunting and making weird noises? Yeah, because that she doesn't talk. And she's like, Arr! and she's like eating things. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the score weird. is really good though. It's eerie, intense, some creepy kid vocalizing at some point, which I love because the last, like I said, the last episode was fucking industrial rock from Billy Corgan, which was not great. But I guess it works for the what was going on. It didn't. Not for me. <laughs> uh, so the score is great. Very intense. Creepy kid vocalizing, which is always creepy. Um, and this one was the only season one episode that required scene cuts due to some of them being too sexually graphic. Apparently, there was some fellatio scenes that they got rid of. Ooh. Which I'm like, if you guys look up Jennifer's Dude, face, not, I'm trying to figure out how that works. I'm not letting that chick anywhere near my junk with that girl. You would think, but she like, damn. Was gross. No, yeah. please. But this one was gross. Dark and gross and disgusting and creepy and tense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, and there's it, lots it, of humor too. Was it all those things? It was. Okay. It was. Maybe I have to go back and rewatch it. I remember laughing a lot. No, like, there's there's a lot the, of funny stuff. What the stuff. fuck is this goofy shit? So the opening is great. It's a shot above the two detectives detectives' heads in the car eating their lunch, which is Chinese food. Which I remember you this, don't yeah. need to know that, but and there's this fly going around being annoying, and they're trying to swat at it, and it made me laugh. Like it was supposed to be <laughs> funny because there is definitely plenty of humor in this. The detective's partner is like some goofy goofball who, like Italian goofball, who's always shows up like a minute late. Like, hey, Frank, what's going on? In an Italian accent, that wasn't my Italian accent because I can't yeah, do one sounded more new york going on always like the mix of that hey get me some coffee and it made me laugh this is italian, so ain't it? hard well i think he says about the coffee being bad the so, being you know, bad jeez are you from new york nah bitch i'm from her right her from her <laughs> so, yes we're all from her <laughs> the collective so, her so this is like obviously it's not like outstanding stuff that you have to do here but the good argento directing he's He's always good at what he does. Uh, there's a clever shot of a guy's reflection in a giant knife that he's holding up that I really like. So he does do that some nice like little. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has some classic little touches on there, even though the story is fucking hilarious and silly. Um, there's some. Why weird... did he do just like a straight up Giallo for this movie? I don't know. Why wouldn't. Maybe they didn't let him take the full reins Maybe, on yeah. that. Because it is also based off of a short story. So he has to work with what he has. Yes. Um, and then there's some weird scenes here. I don't know if they meant to be weird, but they did make me laugh. So I get what you're saying with the humor. There's some weird pre-sex scene where the wife rubs the husband the detective like her husband's tummy and she says mommy will fix it or some other weird similar thing Ugh. and then it's followed up with some uncomfortable aggressive sex <laughs> it definitely added to the strangeness of this one oh, i love uncomfortable aggressive and then, sex. yeah there's a lot of uncomfortable aggressive sex in this because <laughs> jennifer apparently has a smoking body which her body is nice but like damn i don't know if you looking at that face and then the body's enough mm, this never worked for me well it didn't work for any of the men in this either <laughs> it's true um so there's a nice gory shot where jennifer the gnarly bitch eats the house cat not cool but you know it's <laughs> not real that. I do but it's that. bloody yeah. and it's awesome yeah, it's and gross. it's a good shot it's definitely an argento style shot there especially with the animal uh loads of gross crazy animalistic sex like i said and mutilated bloody bodies so and this is a classic full circle episode so there's an uh, odd satisfaction to that where you know yeah. the thing that happens in the beginning also happens in the end yeah and i just kind of really love that full yeah circle. it like starts over again yeah right? it's with like different characters it's and very, you never really get a full explanation of what or who jennifer no, is which is she, pretty cool yeah. yeah but she is eating things and people so that's she's pretty dope. some kind of mutant demon yeah, succubus, succubus or something, something. yeah because yeah. like she's using sex uh -huh. so that makes so much sense yeah i think she's a demon damn good good call thanks anyways so that's all i remember also yeah. i remember also really liking the ending and thinking like oh this that's a 
clever ending. Mm-hmm. And the, movie, the the episode is like coherent. It's just I just I, I found it. I found the entire premise to be so far out there. I know. I love. I it. was just kind of like, all right. But uh, all right. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. And I promise I'll have more fun stuff on the next one. Okay. Yeah, this is fun going through the Masters of War. So, please, tell me, how art thou and what have thou watched? I am good, and I have watched a lot. Uh, I'm going to go through a couple of things that I watched that I'm not going to talk about. Because I've been kind of like getting in this mood where like I haven't seen... We've been doing this podcast for two years now. And there's some movies that I like to watch regularly that I haven't watched regularly because of the podcast. And I realized the other day, I was like, dude, you got these, this is your like, your bread and butter. This is like your lifeblood. You got, you have to watch the movies mm-hmm. that inspire you to love horror and to love. I like what and you're to, thinking. And to watch more movies. And I think you it's watch imp- those movies. You know what I'm saying? I think it's important to go and revisit your favorite movies all the time because it keeps you like. Oh, hell yeah. Because sometimes you get in these, these stretches, which I feel like I've been in for a little bit where you're watching movies and you're like, yeah i like that movie and i like that movie but you're not really seeing anything that you're like oh my god that's amazing <laughs> um and yeah i've just felt the need to like go back and like watch some staples so i watched i said i watched poltergeist yep good call um i watched reanimator uh-huh i watched half of the void i okay. had a falling asleep oh sucker i watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Nice. Well, we talked about that one over the weekend, but you can yeah, talk about it. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is, is on, very underrated in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There's some brutal stuff and there's some great like body horror with the cockroach scene. That cockroach scene is one of the best scenes in the franchise. It is so over the top, batshit crazy and gross and hilarious. Yep. Like I said, and for some reason, people didn't really care for this one as much. Practical effects in this one are top oh, notch, yeah, I yeah. thought. I mean, I think everybody got super pissed because they replaced uh, Patricia Arquette mm-hmm. and they replaced it with someone that didn't even like really resemble yeah. or act like yeah. they just kind of like, sw- and I think that's why people have the biggest problem with it because Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream mm-hmm. Warriors and is, that one is so good. Is like so good. sacred yeah. in the horror community. It's, oh, it's It almost surpasses the first with a lot of people. Um. And and to have like and a lot of the reason was Patricia Arquette. It was one of her first movies, and mm-hmm. she, was it her first movie? I have no idea. I think it might have been her very first movie. But anyway, like people are infatuated with that movie, and I think two of the reasons that they don't like it is one, they replaced Patricia Arquette, who couldn't do the movie because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. How dare she? And two, who has children? They kill off the three characters left. They kill off Mikey, and it is her first movie. Though. Yeah, they Confirm. they kill off um, the three characters that were left from the first movie mm-hmm. um what are the names it's mikey nancy mike no not Nan- nancy's the main character yeah but you said left from the first movie i'm sorry from the third movie oh uh, in the fourth one yeah um street Let's sorry see. i forgot the one dude's name what's his name i totally forgot Is it rick kincaid i was like i know it starts with a k not nah, kincaid um the one dude who's like, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm really strong in my dreams. And yeah, he yeah, calls yeah. Freddy a pussy a bunch of times. Oh, but yeah. they kill off the three characters that are left from the third one, like in the first act of the fourth one. So I think that's why people hate it. But if you really get over that and you just watch the movie for what it is, I think it's really, really great. I had a great time watching it. It's a really fun movie. The ending, all of the practical effects and the ending. 
And this is like a practical effects fest, this movie. There's lots of yeah. great effects in it. There's lots of great gore and great cool shit in this movie. I don't know, man. If you haven't watched Nightmare on Street 4 in a long time, go back and just watch it by itself. Don't watch Dream Warriors and then watch 4. Yeah, yeah. Just go watch 4 and and just like watch it on its own as its own movie. It's a good-ass movie, and I don't see why it gets so much hatred as being like the worst in the franchise. I'm going to watch 5 again this week, but I, re- okay. I distinctly remember thinking that 5 was the worst because 5 is when it gets into all that weird shit with freddy and baby freddy oh, and like yeah. all that weird nonsense so anyway i watched nightmare on Elm street four i want to say i watched one other two that kind of like rejuvenated oh oh i watched uh intruder which i've talked about on the show before Intruder, which is a great slasher it's got sam raimi and ted raimi it's got a bruce campbell 1989 cameo yeah 1989 teenagers working at a grocery store it's a, it's a straight up slasher. Oh, I talked about yeah, it before. Yeah, you have. But um, I got Amanda to watch it. Oh, what'd she think? Uh, she liked it. She liked it a lot, actually. In fact, I wanted to go to bed because I was tired and like kind of high. And I was like, I just want to go to sleep right now. <laughs> and she was like, no, you can't. I have to know who the killer is. And I was like, okay, cool. So I stayed up too late to watch that. Um, so yeah, those are all the movies that I, you know, kind of comfort movies. Okay. And now to the two movies that I would like to talk about. One of them is sort of a comfort movie, but I th- I thought it was like it's 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 unknown enough that I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen this movie like six times, and I love this movie a lot. Um, and it is called Bad Dreams from 1988. Bad Dreams. Speaking of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street that. Three, Dream Warriors, it mm-hmm. stars Jennifer Rubin, um, and it also stars Bruce Abbott. From uh, Reanimator. Uh-huh. He is Dan in yes. Reanimator. Oh, Dan. Bad Dreams, 1988. Unity Field, a free love cult from the 70s, is mostly remembered for its notorious mass suicide led by Harris, its charismatic leader. While all members are supposed to burn in a fire together, young Cynthia, Jennifer Rubin, mm-hmm. is spared by chance. Years later, the nightmare of Unity Field remains buried in her mind. But when those around Cynthia start killing themselves and she begins having visions of Harris, she may be forced to confront the past before it confronts her. That synopsis might not make any sense because um, it says years later, the nightmare of Unity Field remains buried in her mind. It doesn't remain buried in her mind. I mean, I guess in a way it does. It was like a decade. So she she's in the fire. And she goes into a coma okay. because of like, I don't know, smoke inhalation or like, shock, shock or whatever. Ouch, my Bernie's. She spends like 10 years in a coma or some shit, a long, long time in a coma. That um, sucks. To where it's like this happened in the 70s and now it's 1989 and she finally wakes up from the coma. Um, so she's been out for years and years. She mm-hmm. went on, you know, she went into a coma when she was like 12 years old and, and now she's 20 um, coming out of this coma. I don't know if she was then for 10 years, she'd be 20. If she was 12... She'd be 22. Well, she's, I said like 20. I'm just saying. It's important to be accurate. You're right. Yes. <laughs> it's important to be accurate. Math it up, bud. Um, but she comes out of a coma and she like doesn't know how to deal and they put her into a, like a you know a psychiatric hospital mm-hmm. then called mental institutions. Um, but yeah, and then she starts having all these premonitions and all of these like... Uh, I guess she has dreams at certain points, but this dude starts showing up in her visions and killing people and making them look like suicides. 
So she's watching nice. it. And yeah, so she knows what's going on and she's like, oh my God. So she starts trying to stop him and Bruce Abbott is her like, her appointed like psychiatrist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, he's trying to help her. So, and then there, you know, it all culminates to this end. There's and a, they fall in love. Sort of. I'll, I'll comment on that in a little <laughs> bit. But it all culminates and there's this twist ending and uh, not even sure that I like the ending very much. Yeah. It's okay. But um, anyway, I really, really like this movie. Um, everyone calls this a rip of A Nightmare on Street 3 Dream okay. Wars. Okay. And there is certain things that are like that movie. So the cult leader is burned in a fire and when he comes back, his face is all fucked up and burned. And whenever she sees him, mm-hmm. she sees like the normal version of him being all nice and like, because he comes back and he wants to take her because she was supposed to die as part of the cult ritual. So he's like, we can't ascend until you're dead too. Yeah. So oh. he comes back and starts and he was like, while you're alive, I'm going to keep killing everyone around you until you commit suicide because he, you know, he's even a cult leader and whatever. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's burned and he's like killing people in, in like premonitions and not necessarily dreams. See, I don't know why people like, like really they're like, this is a straight up rip of Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, also the name of the movie is Bad Dreams though. eh, Yeah, but the dreams are a small part of it and the (laughs) things that are happening are happening while people, everyone's awake. So I I get it. It's kind of like that. Um, I think people are a little too generous with their comparisons. People are like, this is straight up ripoff. Yeah. Like, it, it, well, everyone gets inspiration from I everything. So just let it happen. Um, but but Bad Dreams is darker. It's played way more serious. Um, and there's a plot twist at the end that makes it completely different than A mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like once you figure out what's actually happening, it kind of takes all of that away from it. It's like, cool. oh, it's nothing yeah. like that at all. But it is, you know. Um so all of that being said, I really, really like this movie. I enjoy it. It's a very 80s. Uh, it's a great 80s score. The makeup effects with a cult leader dude look great and super gnarly. I really like him. Ah, Richard Lynch. Yeah. It gets pretty creepy like whenever he shows up. There's a part where he shows up in like a grate and she can see him and no one else mm-hmm. can. And it's really great. I'm not going to say it's straight up scary, but it was kind of creepy and really cool yeah. and I liked it a lot. Um, the characters are all mostly likable. It's well acted for the most part. There's just the right amount of cheese in it for it to be for it to be you know funny but not mm-hmm. like super corny or cringy. Um, there's some really fun kills, and overall, I just really dig the vibe and the tone cool. of this movie, and I think it's a really good time. Okay. But, but. hear me. <laughs> there's certain movies. This movie is not a perfect movie. There's some problems with it. And a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me about how much I like it. Mm-hmm. And I will like say and like recognize that there's some movies like you have movies where like, you know, in your head, like this is an OK movie. Yeah. But I want to watch it every day. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> where yeah, you're just I know like, what you mean. Yeah. Where you're like, I know this isn't like great. And it's not a guilty pleasure movie either. It's just like kind of a middle of the road. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, you find it like really charming or you find it just really entertaining. Just for some reason, it found like that tiny little niche in your heart Mm -hmm. that you're like, this This is that for you. This is a really good movie that I like to watch every once in a while. And I'm yeah, this is that movie for me. I just like putting it on. And like I said, I've seen it five or six times now. (laughs) Um, Mostly streaming. I finally got the... uh, the blu-ray even though it was a split yeah. blu-ray it was a double feature with some movie called uh 
Oh, what was it called? It was another like hospital type oh, movie. No. Oh, and I will mention too that one of the reasons that this is one of my favorite, not one of my favorite movies, yeah, but a, a movie that I really, movies, really yeah. like is I really like like uh, psych- psychiatric hospital movies. Okay. You know, what we used to call mental institution, mm-hmm. insane asylum movies. Yeah. They're some of my favorite. Like I love the movie Dead Pit. Um, you know, I like uh, Session Nine's okay. Everyone touts that I as know, being like gosh. the best. Like, there's people who be like, "That's my yeah. favorite movie ever." I don't really get it. It's creepy at the end, but I still don't get. Yeah, that. but I really like House on Haunted Hill. Like, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, the remake, and people mm-hmm. are laughing when they hear that. Like, I know. I love, the, I love the. I love original. it. Don't care. Um, you know, I love that setting. Yeah, a lot. It's just a lot of fun, and it's a lot of creepy, and there's a lot of you know, inherently scary things in our you know. Um, in our psyche that make us afraid, which is probably bad. Which is probably why they keep changing the names of these places and trying mm-hmm. to get rid of this stigma, you know, and trying to get away from what it was called before. Because now they're very much called psychiatric hospitals. Yeah. Because saying mental institution or insane, or asylum. insane asylum really paints a bad picture. Yeah, it's just a movie, though. Um, you know, no, my point is that I know like what you mean. that. Yeah, the the reason it's like, oh man, you you. Like people our age equate that shit with like scary stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh man, you know, these deranged people in there. But now that we know more, it's probably better that they're anyway. Um, but yeah, I just love that whole type of I love that whole scene and I love I just love this movie. I think it's great. Again, not a perfect movie. Some of the logic behind the twist is a little muddled, which is why I said eh, I was like, eh, yeah. okay, it's a bit of a reach, but all right. Um, and some of the other things that happen, some of the logic behind other things are a bit off. Like she's pulled out of this like 10, 12 year coma mm-hmm. and she's immediately put into the psychiatric hospital Oh, and she's immediately given drugs and she's immediately assigned to Bruce Abbott to be a part of this like group therapy session. Yeah. What? And they didn't assess her needs. Like she needs to be caught up on like just how to act in general. Yeah. Cause she was a kid and now she's an adult. And she missed a decade yeah. of shit. She of doesn't know anything there, yeah. that's going on from the 70s to the 80s. From the 70s to the late 80s, yeah. a, lot a lot of, of shit stuff. happened yeah. and changed. And, you know, like she doesn't know what music videos are. She doesn't know what anything is. She would be in shock and like fear of She would have to be taught a lot of stuff. And instead, they're just like, no, here's some drugs and uh, you're going to do uh, group therapy with uh, these people that have various different forms of mental illness or whatever and it's like uh okay either that's bullshit and it's just bad writing or uh things were way worse in the 80s than i i even realized probably both <laughs> um yeah she hasn't been a part of society for over a decade and they're just like here you go they, they didn't like they didn't address her needs whatsoever um and they just throw it and i thought that was kind of silly it's like oh, okay okay i guess i'll <laughs> go along with this um yeah, and the other one is Bruce Abbott's character comes off as kind of a creep. Okay, yeah. Because he's he, the entire time after she wakes up, he pays extra close attention to of her. Of course. And Jennifer Rubin is a babe. Um, of course. And in this movie, you know, she's she's attractive, but it's like, dude, you're her like yes. doctor. If you're in like a like position of power, no. that's like illegal. And he's like spending more time with her. He's checking up on her more often. Yeah. Now, granted, she is a super special case. Still creepy. But it's still like there's a point. There's a point where I was like, okay, that's fucking in- inappropriate, you yeah. creep. And they're kind of playing it off as in, oh, no, they're falling in love. 
Ooh. But it's like, no, dude. She's been in a coma for 10 years. Yeah, dude. She, like, she doesn't she's, know what she's she doing. She has the mind of a child. Yeah, like, that's... Come yeah. on. Creep City. Um, if you really take it out of the context no, of the movie. No, but I agree. Yeah. Um, and there's a point where she's like kind of freaking out. She doesn't want to go to sleep. And she's seen this guy. And he's like, all right, that's settled. And he shows up to her room with like movies and like like that's so creepy candy and and uh hey little girl you want some food candy? and stuff and he's like all right we're gonna have a little sleepover and uh, i'm gonna take care of you tonight and i'm, I'm gonna, you know we're gonna get through this together oh, so strap in no. if we're not going to sleep i'm staying up with you and we're oh. gonna stay in this room and it was like okay that is not okay i don't care what his intentions were like it really kind of creeped me out i was like you can't do that and you know the movie in the context of the movie it's like they really are falling in love and like it's okay but still like you know 2022 me is watching this like that's not appropriate at all you yeah that's yeah. bad <laughs> oh that's so bizarre yeah but yeah in the in the, in the 1989 movie like it's kind of like okay whatever is this 1989 or 1988 89 88 80 something okay um so definitely not a perfect movie and there's some questionable like mm -hmm. scenes in it not scenes but like okay you kind of have to look past some shit um but all in all the good far outweigh the bad in bad dreams and i recommend it i think it's a great movie and i think people that are into 80s 80s movies in general i think will get a kick out of it it doesn't get have a lot of bad reviews it's generally like yeah it's a fun movie even though it's feels kind of like a rip yeah from noes3 <laughs> Okay, so sorry I took a little long on that, um, but I'm going to be very brief no, no with way. the next movie because no I don't know what to say about it. I watched a movie called The Seed. I've heard that. Which came out on Shudder in March. Oh, yeah, the new movie. Yes, yeah, a newer movie. Trying to watch newer movies. Um, oh. yeah, yes, this came out. This was released at a film festival in 2021, and it was released recently on Shudder. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay, so here's the synopsis. Three young influencers head to California wilderness oh. to party and film. Yeah, I know. Can we stop getting movies about influencers? And film a once-in-a-lifetime meteor shower for their social media channels. What starts as a weekend away in a remote luxury villa turns into a psychedelic tale of horror, death, and alien invasion. Sounds like a lot. Horror, death, and alien, alien. rape. I mean invasion. Well, that's <laughs> those two are the same thing. <laughs> um... Okay, so I want to start off by saying I really liked this movie. Hmm. Uh, I I liked this movie. Yeah, not a lot of people seem to like this movie. No, this is not. This is for a very small sect of people that are like me. Um, and I will say I liked it once it got going. Okay. It took a little too long to get where it was going. The characters are kind of annoying to really annoying. Yeah, well, they're um, influencers. And even more so than I think they were supposed to be. Okay. I think they really amped them up a little too much to where it's like, okay, can we dial it back a little bit? These people are insufferable. Yeah. Except the one girl. The one girl was like normal. Like she wasn't trying to be, she was off social media and they were like three best friends since yeah. like grade school or whatever. Of course. But the other two are very much like, you have like varying degrees. You have one that that's like, the one's kind of smart and she's, you know, normal and she's off social media. The other one's kind of in between where she does both. Mm -hmm. And the other one's just full-on like yeah you know she says uh she says stupid things and i don't know um but yeah so it, it, they're kind of annoying and then it takes too long so they're being annoying for too long okay. and you're like ah, yeah. i don't think i almost didn't make it through 
the uh, the first act. I was I, I was kind of like, if this yeah. doesn't if this doesn't pick up and do something in about ten minutes, I'm out. Then it does. Okay, good. And once it gets weird, like once we hit the weird shit, and they like flip the weird shit on the mm-hmm. the weird flip. The weird, weird fl- switch. Once, flip. once the weird switch is flipped. Oh, it's weird in here. And it gets going. Dude, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and it once it flips, <laughs> once it flips that weird switch, Stop. it starts flipping a lot of other switches too. Oh, and so many goes, flipping, so many switches. It goes batshit crazy in the last act. Every day I'm flipping switches. Uh, there's these trippy fever dream sequences with like gore and weird alien sex Mm. and like the cosmos and like all this weird shit now you're talking there's some really strange society type things happening you remember society the end of society with the whole they're all having sex together and they're all in this weird like blobby thing they're all together yeah well there's something like that in this movie. I'm not even gonna try to describe it because you just have to see it. I'm probably not going to. There's just so many things to watch should. first. I think you should enjoy it. Maybe like, when there's it. a uh of downtime where I don't have to review. If you ever do watch it, just just chill on your phone for like the first twenty minutes. I can do that. Half an hour and just wait for it. That that's what I'll say. Um but yes, this is a definitely like a what the fuck did I just watch mm-hmm. movie. Um and like I, like I started to say in the beginning, describing this movie with details and no straight up spoilers is very difficult. I don't want to describe to you what was happening yeah. in the really, really weird scenes because you just have to see it. And I don't want to describe it because like it's shocking. It's like, what the... F-? And I was watching with Amanda and she <laughs> was like, she watched like five seconds of it and she was like, oh, I'm not watching this. <laughs> and she like went on her phone and put her headphones on. And she was like, you can have fun with this movie. She's like, I'm watching Outlander. <laughs> and I, I like was like lean forward, like staring at the screen. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I was happy. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I, you don't get to see a lot of shit like this anymore. And this very much is a movie That's that, very that, interesting, that huh? harkens back to movies like Society and the Gonzo gross out practical effects and gore. Okay. Lots of practical effects. Um, oh, did I give you even like the more of a synopsis? What starts as a weekend arrive. So like they're they're doing their social media thing and a meteor plops into their pool. Because there's that meteor shower. Plops into their pool. Plops right into their pool and they pull it out and it stinks and it's just this black like boulder looking thing. Okay. Well over time the boulder starts coming to life and it turns into this little like turtle armadillo. Turtle turtle. Teddy bear kind of looking thing which is just Mm -hmm. basically a puppet which I immediately was like yes like this is just like the 80s. Yeah puppets yeah. And it starts making noise and crying and it's got weird eyes and then it starts and I'm not going to tell you how again because you just got to see it. It starts mm-hmm. impregnating people Oh. and it is fucking weird and I was here for it. Okay. Um. So I'll say this. Like I said, describing this with no, describing this movie is, is not impossible. You really just have to see it and you really have to endure the first act, like I said. But if you're a fan of like bizarro shit, if you're a fan of like off the wall, strange, weird and you have a tolerance for or you you know you really appreciate gross out practical effects i do i do i do i'd say give it a try but this is for people that are like that's their shit like this is my and even for me it almost didn't work but there was just enough of it to where i was like okay i like this movie if we got movies like this all the time 
Mm-hmm. If we constantly got like gross out movies like we did in the 80s, we're just constantly getting bombarded with slugs and <laughs> reanimator yeah. and the thing. And we're just kind of, you know, and brain damage. That would be so And Stuart nice. Gordon and Frank Henenlotter and like all these other gross out Dude. gonzo. If we were constantly getting that like we used to, I wouldn't I wouldn't even look twice at this movie. Right. I'd be like, that's too slow, too boring. I can go and get gross shit out But we're not elsewhere. getting that, yeah. But we're not. So, like, I'm kind of holding on to this movie. As I wish like, we. I wish we were. Though. Right? Right? Yeah. If we were, co- like, in the 80s, that's all you I got in the 80s. I just don't think, honestly, I don't think it'd be as appreciated. <laughs> oh, like, no, not at all. Yeah. Unfortunately, elevated horror. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Because <laughs> we've got assholes using terms like elevated horror. Um, if you use that term, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. But even, even and there's there's some Lovecraftian stuff in this, too. So, even, like, like hardcore, if, if, you, if the void... And Steve Kostansky, like mm-hmm. if, if that's like your bread and butter, like it is for me, and but we're not getting a lot of that. So like we have. You, you sure know. talk about pickles a lot. Pickles. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yeah. You don't like pickles. I love pickles, but I'm more of a dill. Okay. I'm a big dill, if you ask me. You're a big deal. <laughs> big deal. I get it. <laughs> um. But yeah, like uh, you know, the void, which is very practical effects heavy, and it's gross. Yes. If like. You, if if you just like if if you're like me and you just yearn for that stuff and that's what you want to see on film and you're not getting it, mm-hmm. Psycho Goreman, like yeah. you know, guess th- those are practical effects. Yeah, th- like th- bring them back. We're getting them like once every ten years, and I then feel like. like when you get them, they just throw some CGI over top of yeah. it and it ruins everything. And it sucks. There is no CGI in this movie, which is great. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's really nasty. It's really gross and it gets really really fucking weird. And I really liked it. Um, and I appreciate this and I want to be here for movies like this so that I can be part of the people that mm-hmm. are like, give us more shit like this. Like I'm going to be keeping my eye on this director. Yeah. If he can fix his pacing problems mm-hmm. and he sticks with this type of shit, he's going to be one of my nice, favorite directors. Nice. He'll be like, he'll be making yeah. movies that I absolutely I guess love. I'll put it on the list, but I'm going to wait till I have all yeah, that. You're going to fucking hate it. You're going to turn it off. You're not going to be able to make it. It's, nah, they're we'll so annoying in the beginning. But Yeah um and just to wrap up like i was saying and like i was just saying to you most people are going to find the characters too annoying or the pacing too off to endure and get into mm-hmm. it and the other type of people that are going to watch this aren't going to be you know hardcore fans like me and you know yeah a lot of, a lot of people are but not i wouldn't say like a ton of people yeah are. they're not going to be as into it as like i am and they're going to find they're going to find some of the sequences to be too much and they're gonna be like, you know, they're gonna be out. So this is ki- this kind of fits like in the, my Venn diagram of yeah. like th- all these different things. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I lightly rec- recommend it. Uh, okay. If if any of what I said resonated, then you'll definitely like it. But I definitely think it's for a handful of people. <laughs> um, this I was thinking too. This would be a. I mean, Fried Berry was better than this movie. Oh, um, that was a freaky. But I think movie. that this is kind of like a good, a, a very good double feature, like a, okay. a good contemporary double feature. I'm I not think doing would, that to myself. Again. I think they would work very well together, even though nope. Fried Berry is nope. like nope. You'd watch this one first and then Fried Berry. I don't know. I don't know if I could do Fried Berry again. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that birth scene. I'm oh, out. I was thinking about buying the blue. I was had the Blu-ray in my cart the other day. I love that. I know movie. you like that. No, oh the movie we've I, been over it. It's it looks good. I just think there's some things I'm not. I don't uh, like about that movie. I just movie. love that extreme bizarre. Yeah. Like show me a bunch of stuff that I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that one was. Oh, so that's that's my. Uh, th- those are my pickles. 
Those are your pickles. <laughs> your bread and butter. My bread and butter. That's all I have. So I recommend both these movies, cool. Bad Dreams uh, and uh, The Seed. The Seed. Is that that's it? That's it. All right. Well, candelabra's on. All oh, right. They're clap on. How do you get the flames to come on just with clapping? It's magic. Dark oh, magic. Dark magic. All right. Dark, lazy magic. <laughs> come on in. My little pets <laughs> to the book club. Book club. <laughs> All right. And I have read Dean Kuntz's 1995 novel, Intensity. Didn't you and, just review a Dean Kuntz novel? Yeah, not that long ago. But I actually realized I'm doing these out of order from the order that I read them. Okay. So don't worry. Next week will not be Dean Kuntz. I'll try not to worry. Please don't worry. I'll Anyways. So you think the synopsis before are long. Hold on to your hiney because oh, this okay. one is really a, fucking long. I'm going to get a beer so I don't interrupt you a thousand times and you can get through it because you know I will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Here we go. Mouth is shut. <laughs> Past midnight. Tw- over here, <laughs> <a beer. laughs> Past midnight. 26-year-old China Shepherd, awful name, gazes out at a moonlit window, unable to sleep on her first night in the Napa Valley home of her best friend's family. Instinct proves reliable. A murderous sociopath, Edgler, Edgler, not Edgar, Edgler, Foreman Vess has entered the home intent on killing everyone inside a self-proclaimed homicidal adventurer vest lives only to satisfy all appetites as they arise to immerse himself in sensation to live without fear remorse or limits to live with intensity china is trapped in his deadly orbit china is a survivor toughened by a lifelong struggle for safety and self-respect now she will be tested as never before at first her sole aim was to get out alive until by chance she learns the identity of Vess's next intended victims, far away, innocent, only she can save. Driven by a newly discovered thirst for meaning beyond mere self-preservation. Oh my God, so long. Preservation. 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 It's what I said it is. <laughs> China musters every inner resource she has to save an endangered girl. As moment by moment, the terrifying threat of Edgler, Foreman, Vess intest- intensifies. Not intensifies. Intestifies. Intestif- <laughs> oh my God. In- Intestinifies? <laughs> yeah. Intensifies. Int- it doesn't you sound right. You didn't Intensifies. I can't. I can't. It's okay. I don't even know what happens. It's all right. Okay, so that was a long ass. I just synopsis. realized you were wearing a Candyman shirt. The whole time I thought it was a Mighty Boosh thing. Ah, sweets I'm like, the wait, sweet. what does bees have to do with a Mighty Boosh? Sweets to the sweet. Sweets to the sweet. Sorry. Anyways. So yes, that was a long ass synopsis. According to Kuntz, he wrote the novel with the intention of subverting the commonly held idea that thrillers must have periods of low action to move the pace along, instead opting to keep the tension high throughout the novel and moving from conflict to conflict without periods of released tension. When was this book 95. Oh, man. We thought that in 95? Uh, I think so. I think there was a formula, yeah. So by making things slightly boring, it moves along That's Apparently, pacing? that's what people thought. What? I don't know where the story, but okay. silly them, because this definitely worked. All right. Um, yeah, he did get that right. The action of horror starts just a few pages into the book. Not You don't even have to wait for it. It is intense as heck. Obviously, the book's called As Intensity. heck? As heck. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so heckin intense oh my gosh i know oh my goodness uh, i do think the book is a much more violent and disturbing compared to most of his other books to be honest it's like 
some fucked up stuff here. Certainly not for the faint of heart. And really? I imagine some people who are Kuntz like readers like picked this one up and were like, yeah, it's, you know, another thriller, like beach book is what they call them where you can like yeah, read yeah, his yeah. books on the beach yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then this is just like grim and dark and twisted. Really? I was going to say Dean Kuntz is like... Seriously? I feel like my grandmother read Dean Kuntz. A lot of people's <laughs> grandmothers do. I don't mean he's a great author. He's phenomenal and he loves dogs, so... Right, he's, you mentioned that last. golden daddy, yeah. so... Uh, so yeah this one's grim dark twisted and our villain will have you checking to make sure that your doors are locked at night really? no joke i was like reading this and i was like nope we're gonna have to check the windows too <laughs> check. uh so yes yeah, very intense there's like some gross like uh desecration of corpses and Ooh. sexual assault sexual desecration of corpses spider eating which is weird spider yes eating. dude this guy this this villain was is, he necrophiliac um uh, maybe Okay, it was implied. Yes, it's implied. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say Dean Koontz writing about necrophilia. Yeah, this is like he doesn't go like know, deep man. into detail in it, you know. But it's like it's, a, okay. it's definitely implied. So you're kind of like, is this is this good? Yeah, creepy, creepy. But no, Dean Koontz did great with this book. I thought it was incredible. Actually, I have an older coworker borrowing it, so he's in for a real surprise. I didn't warn him. An older coworker? Yeah, this guy who answers the phones. He's like my dad's age, maybe oh. older. He's older. He might be John's age. Either way, he's older. He does read Dean Koontz, but I don't think he reads these kind of Dean Koontz okay. books. And he asked to borrow it, so I said, go for it, bud. Right. I didn't warn him. Um, he's so, not a horror fan? Uh, limited, I think. Limited horror. Like some Stephen King. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty limited. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, with many uh, Dean Koontz stories, you have a badass woman who's been through some shit and continues to be resilient in hopes of saving and helping others, which I love. Because uh-huh. I always love when he has a lady lead. So sweet this is a great book it is very intense as the title says and um yeah read it on, on the beach make it a beach book because at least you're not checking windows and doors yeah right but uh intense read it at home Dean alone Coots. in your basement with all the lights out yes yes and you know read it by candlelight le- read it on the front porch in the dark at midnight you know oh, all right i like doing shit like that sometimes no do you ever do that to creep yourself Hell out no you've never done that uh-uh I see I'm so you know like cool? I do so much true crime stuff that like I actually get like paranoid at a certain oh, okay. point so no. Yeah, I wouldn't do that while I was smoking anything. Oh hell no. That would be bad. All right, now what's cool? <laughs> uh, if you want an immersive interactive like film viewing experience um and my a friend Nick at work uh, suggested this a long time ago and I did it I did it over this past winter when we were in our old place. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever told told you about it, but it is it is a lot of fun. Wait until it's like, it's, it's preferable if there's snow on the ground. I did it when there was snow on the ground. Okay. Oh, this might have been two years ago. Maybe well, I like when there's ago. snow because it's like light outside. <clears throat> but there's snow on the ground and it's freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Turn out all the lights and make it super cold. What? And watch the thing. Oh, I see what you, no, absolutely With not. like a coat on and like, <laughs> and like, <laughs> a, fla- and like a flashlight. Yeah. Dude, it's so fun. And, gonna, and it like, you know, I haven't been creeped out by the thing in years yeah. and years and years, but a little bit. I'm going to pass on that. I like <laughs> to watch oh, it in the so warmth. Fun. No, that's very cool. I want to be honest. I didn't make it through the whole movie in the cold. Yeah, I eventually, no way. I eventually had to shut it up, but I made it to the first part where, uh, where, um, Keith David, f- uh, fries that thing in the, the yeah, dog yeah. kennel. Oh, I love that scene. That's one of my favorite movies. It's a great in, fucking movie. Yeah. Well, anyways, thank you for coming to my book club. Candelabra's off. Oh, that worked. All right. Now, moving on, pal. Pal. Buddy. 
Uh, you're going to drop some links. We're mm-hmm. going to take a break. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stretch my... Butthole. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, freaks. First and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you, too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. Oh, that was loud. Is that a poop? No, I think it was semen. No, for real. I know, it was a lot. <laughs> This is a pointless trailer for us to listen to. Yes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Ichi the Killer is a Japanese movie. Yes. Directed by Takashi Mike. Oh. I did like the score. The score is oh, great. Oh, you fucking would. Yeah. Of course I would. Of course I fucking would like something that's really good. Oh, you guys hear that? All that crazy stuff's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has speak Japanese. Wouldn't it be cool if you learned how to speak Japanese from watching, like, just uh, hours yeah. and hours and hours of Japanese horror movies? I imagine that the it would not still sound. Because uh, yeah. Japan has a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. They make some great, great horror movies. Oh, dude. J- J- I said Japan. <laughs> Japan, yes. They, they <laughs> have some really great. Uh, You're pronouncing words like I do? Yeah, sorry. Japan. Yeah, there's some really great ones. Um, <laughs> Think of one. Uh, Tokyo Gore Police. I wasn't actually right. thinking of one. I was thinking <laughs> I of like what, what the next part of what we're doing was. I'm going to uh, synopsia. Oh, yes. Jizz on our leaves with that synopsis. And for the record, <laughs> I know I'm not going to be able to pronounce these names, so uh, apologies. Um, as sadomasochistic Yakuza enforcer Kakahara. Kakiara. Kakiara. I was yeah. so close. So, the H is silent. Kakiara daddy searches for his missing <laughs> boss he comes across itchy Iki, ichi 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 i like to say itchy though okay you can he's say a little itchy. itchy ichi a repressed and psychotic killer who may be able to inflict levels of pain that kakiara has only dreamt of achieving yeah i'm gonna say that synopsis isn't great i don't like that i don't like that it's it's not the motivation behind any of it kakiara doesn't discover who ichi the killer is until like the very end of the movie and then like also like and then yeah it's not not really really inflicting pain he's kind of just killing people yeah that's silly anyway um okay uh initial Initial thoughts thoughts. who goes first um i think i do actually okay okay so 
So then I'll go first. So to, no, just <laughs> so I've actually you. seen some of this. I don't think I've watched this all the way through, but because it's a very long movie, it's two hours nine minutes. What a loser! Uh, but are I have wait, seen bits on. and pieces. Are you pieces. even a horror fan? Shut up. Are you what for, for serious though? Like for are serious, are, are you, like are you even a horror fan? You, you've only seen this once. A lot of people haven't seen this at all. I'm just kidding. This is my second time seeing. <laughs> wow, same Z's. Yeah. So uh, I do remember bits and pieces of it, and always thinking like, what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah. here? Yeah. Also, ew, this is some of this is gross, and oh, also some wow, disturbing. some of this is very amazing. So uh, watching it again after so long, um, I still really enjoy this movie. It's a bit crazy. There is a, a bit crazy. There is a storyline buried in buried in there somewhere because there's like a lot of. I wouldn't say buried. It's pretty obvious. Mm, I thought. I didn't think so. I thought it took a little bit to get to like. Oh, for sure the, it does. Yeah, yeah. The pacing but, isn't that great. But I like some like the time that it takes because like I actually love this main character. Kakiar is yes, such a good character. Which yeah. I don't understand why it's called Ichi the Killer. They should have named it's it after Kakiar. Yeah, and his face is on all the cover yeah. of like everything. I think Ichi so. the Killer sounds cooler. It does, yeah. but they should just name that character Ichi. I agree, and then maybe unless there's some meaning behind the names. Yeah, and, there could be. But there's a lot of gross stuff going on in this movie that I love. I don't mind the buildup. I just do think this is a long movie that we could maybe cut out some of the filler. As I long agree. as the filler, I agree. As long as the filler isn't torture scenes or you yeah. know, no, keep, that in, in. keep that in. Keep that in. Actually, take out the storyline. Go for that. Take out the story. Just <laughs> give us the super cut. Just all the violence. And ignore. like you mentioned, the score is great. That's a lot of fun. Um, yes. This the. Uh, there's plenty of gore, obviously. That's why we're doing this movie. But I will say there's some CGI that's questionable. I mean, uh, it doesn't hold questionable. up. Is it questionable? It's, it's, it's not downright good. bad. Yeah. It's downright. It didn't just not hold up. That shit was bad when it was made. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> I don't think it ruins the movie because the movie is so ridiculous already. Like, ridiculous in a good way that I don't yeah, hate. A, I, the CGI is the worst part for me, but I don't, like, hate the movie because of I it. I read a lot of reviews that people got really hung up on the CGI. And they're like, this is so much bad CGI. It's overwhelming. And it's like, was it? It was three spots? Yeah, like, huh. I could, I could think of it right one, now. There's yeah. one scene that's in bad in particular. It's yes. real bad. Which I'm picturing right now. So but the rest of it, everything else is like practical effects though. And there's yeah. tons. Of, like, get out of here. It didn't ruin the movie. And honestly, if you're not watching the movie for Fashion Daddy. Oh, your mama. You're going to answer that? No. On I'll, air? T- no. When well, my mom? Yeah, we'll tell her about the movie. No, I'll text her in a minute. All right. Well, like if you're not even watching the movie just for Fashion Daddy anyways, so like rude rude but overall initial thoughts this movie's long but it's worth it it's crazy there's plenty of gore i love the characters overall uh yeah fun all around all right and there's and in there there's a messed up story that is actually interesting you know i this is the only movie that is like this yeah that i would call fun i think it's fun yes no it's fun I i think i can use the word fun I'm into the freaky stuff, though. Is that it? That's it. My turn? Yes, please. Uh, first, I just want to say something about Takashi Mike. I guess about this movie in particular. Takashi Mike. It, okay, it's not really about Takashi Mike. I guess it's more about this movie. Because now that I'm thinking about it, like Audition and 13, 13, Assassin, it's mm-hmm. 13 Assassins, right? Assassins, yes. Yeah, I've seen, I haven't seen a ton of Takashi Mike mm-hmm. movies, but I've, I've seen... And I, he also did an episode of Masters of Horror that I'll get to. Yeah. So. Um, this movie... Takashi Mike really takes you to the edge of 
turning it off. Mm-hmm. Like he takes you to the absolute edge of like gore. Oh yeah, violence, and torture, yeah. and violence and rape to the point where there's parts of this movie where I'm I'm watching it. And I'm like, and this is my second time seeing it, so I was kind of prepared for like how fucked yeah. up it is. But like I'd forgotten a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, me too. And there too. were points where like I wasn't gonna turn it off. I was gonna watch it for the show, obviously. But there's points where you want to look away. Yeah, there's definitely one and early on that I was not a fan of. He takes you all the way to this point where you're disgusted and you're like, This is fucked up, man. I'm gonna turn this mm-hmm. off. And then right when you get to that point with a lot of scenes, and I could point out at least like two or three scenes where he does this, which is why I love this movie so much is he takes you right up to that point where you're like, can you stop, please? This is disgusting. Right. And then almost having heard you while you're watching it, Takashi Mike turns the scene into something goofy ridiculous. Yeah. Where he turns it into like, this horrific thing just happened, but now I'm laughing like an idiot, like a crazed mm-hmm. psychopath. Yes. Because not only is what happened horrific, but it's also really funny. And it just ends up being this. Th- I have. I can't. I can't think of a movie that strikes a tone that's anywhere near similar to this movie. That's fair. I can't think of anything. It's disgusting, it deranged, disturbing, and fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. It is hilarious. I don't know how Takashi Mike does it. Like he must. He must himself be kind of out of his mind. But I've heard interviews with him before, and he's very intelligent and very collected and very calculated in his movies but then you watch this and you just think like this dude's out of his yeah. he's out of his fucking mind especially like when you also think about when he did audition and it's like half of the movie is something else yeah. and then and it's funny and it's yeah, like and charming kinda, and then it goes into this crazy thing so yeah so he does that on he a large he knows what he's he doing. does that on a large scale with yeah. audition where he does it the whole movie is kind of like mm-hmm. this one thing but then it's this other thing but it's mm-hmm. still funny and yeah. crazy and then it gets this, disgusting this yeah. one he's doing it more scene by scene oh, where yeah. it's like Every every other scene where there's like disgusting gore and awful like mm-hmm. rape or torture or whatever, and you're like, oh, this is gross. He likes it's like he senses it and then he turns it on its head and is like, oh, this this is ridiculous now. Like now I have to laugh. But uh, I'll describe some of those scenes when we get into the spookcifics. Yes. yes. But those are the, all the reasons that I really like this movie. Oh, I man. do agree with you that it's too long. It is. It could do some too things long. that like, you hours, don't need. Two hours and nine minutes long. They could have cut out a lot of filler. There's a lot yeah. of talking. There's yeah. a lot of like people walking around. Like We could have done without a lot of that. Agreed. But this is also based on a manga, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah. I don't know, like 12 books long or something. So I think mm-hmm. he's trying to stay as true as he can to the story and yeah. the things that happen. Um, Not a manga fan. Not a... I used to read manga in high school Not, a lot. Yeah. Um, but I never so read this I, one. I don't so. know. Um, so, yeah, this film pretty much runs the gamut of gore, violence, sexuality, torture. There's a lot of sexual undertones in this. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Especially oh, my gosh. Especially yeah. with Kakiara, there's a lot of, like, you know. And Karen, yeah. Um, to where it's like, you want to say there's like, well, there's some, like, LGBTQ plus stuff going on. But then there, like, there's. Yeah, I'm not sure. Kakiara, like, it, it doesn't even seem to matter to him at all. Oh, this is he seems the, pretty fluid. This is probably getting, yeah, fluid. Yeah, yes. yeah. This is, it's like, flu- it doesn't, he doesn't seem to give a shit about yeah. sexuality or, like, 
gender mm-hmm. or anything. Which he just cool, yeah. he just wants to be hurt. <laughs> yes, just, by anybody. He just yes. wants to hurt other people. And we'll go over some of the lines in this movie. Kakiyar is such a complex and great character. And yes, I I love him. He's a fashion icon. I really like this movie. Yeah, fashion <laughs> icon for sure. Really like was. some of the shit that he's wearing in this movie is just oh, great. Oh my god. Oh, the, sh- the, the his fucked up face it's uh, such a great character well, i'll call it a character design right yeah, yeah he's pretty complex um and just his character in general just very compelling and very mm-hmm. and very scary and like but also very like oh you know you you end up rooting for him the whole movie oh yeah i rooted him from start to finish i'm like well i hope he gets what he wants you mm-hmm. know i every, hope somebody beats every, him up good everyone deserves to be satisfied yeah. he just wants to be beat up like yeah <laughs> i'm so <in. laughs> Yeah, like I said, the only negative is that a bit long, but slow parts. Oh, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. I'm not a huge fan of the ending of this movie. Me neither. It's a little unsatisfying. Agreed. And a little bit of the rug pulled out. It's like, what? Yeah. All right. Rude. If you look at it a certain way, it's funny. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, all this for this? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. But there's a lot that you went through to get to this. End. So I we'll, feel like that's maybe that's the point. Yeah, he, maybe Takashi Mike is sub- trying to punch us, subverting our yeah. But anyway, those are my initial thoughts. Spoilers, ahoy hoy! Oh boy, boy! Let's do some frightening facts. Frightening facts! Oh God, here we go! Come on! <laughs> Just do the try cr- your hardest. Cast is directed by Takashi Mike. Uh, and the writing credits, Sakichi Sato wrote the screenplay, and Hideo Yamamoto uh, wrote the original manga. See? You're doing great. Okay. So, Kakiara, Kakiara was played by Tadanobu Asano. That's probably right. Asano. Na- Neo. Um, I've never seen that character before. What is that? I don't know. Do you see it? Yeah. It's like an O with Over a little the- tiny O on top of it. It's Ooh, like an uh, yeah. Neo Omori, who plays Ichi, Shinya Sukamoto, Sukamoto, Paulin Sun, Susumu Terajima, Shun Sugata, oh. Toru Tezuka, Yoshiki Arizono, Kaihiku Shibukawa. It's like dead quiet. Satoshi Mizuma Suzuki Matsuo. This. Huh? Nothing. Is, you're doing great. I'm murdering. I'm butchering. No, it. you'll you get the. There's one coming up. I think Jun you can do. Kunamura, Sabu. There you go. Muru Moruka, Hoka Kinushita. A sailor's lover. You could stop there. Hiroshi. No, Takeshi is the, the main character in the movie. Hiroshi Kabayashi. Why is he all the way down there? Because he's a kid. Oh yeah. Takeshi was um, right. I don't know. Am I wrong? No, I'm not I sure. thought Takeshi was the kid of uh, Kaneko. The kid in the end? Yeah. Mm, I can't remember his name. Um, I'm probably like sure way it's not off. Takayama? No, I made that up. No, I'm, I'm almost positive Takeshi is the kid. So why is he under coffee shop manager? Why would that person be billed first? What coffee shop manager? I'm, I'm talking about the character. That's name. what I'm saying. Like, why would his name not Kabayashi? be higher up in the listing? Because he probably wasn't paid very much as a kid. So you think Sailor's Lover was paid more than he was? Probably. I wow. think all the adults were probably paid more than the one kid in the movie. Dumb. I don't think that's dumb. All right, moving on. All right, now I'm done. Okay. Oh, uh, did we get Karen? Yes, we did. Which that's Pauline's son. 
Probably in soon. Whatever. S U N. I'm almost positive is soon. You're probably right. I probably am right. Uh, so you got any facts? I do. Um, director Takashi Mike reveals on the U.S. Tokyo Shock DVD release that <laughs> Ichi semen used in the close-up during the intro mm-hmm. sequence. What? Don't say it. Why? Was it real? Yes, when the film's ah! title Rezao Apollo Semen is actually real. But there's so much That's of it. Disgusting. There's so much of uh, it. You know, the whole time you're like, ah, it's funny and not upsetting and at all. And they zoom in like, on it and it's uh, close up. Because you're like, oh, it's fake. It can't be real. It was and the then, first uh, fact I read. The fact that it's real just makes my but stomach But dude, turn. it's a lot of it. And, but like also it has to be fresh too because it's like if it's you leave it for a while, right? Doesn't it get all Ugh. gross and sticky and stuff? I don't yeah. know. I don't jizz, so. I don't understand. Okay, let's get a little blue for a second. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. You know what that means, right? Mm-mm. A little blue comedy, blue comedy. Okay, cool. You like inappropriate. Gotcha. Raunchy. Yeah, because that's the first time on this sexual. show. Well, more so than what I'm about to get into. I never like, I never got the point of like watching porn and the whole like, Seeing it up to the very end with the whole cum shot. Oh, no, no. Why is that a thing for some people? I don't know, but you got... For real, I just watched it till like, I'm done, and then I I'm just turn off and feel the shame. I'm not shaming anyone for liking that yeah. portion of the porn. If you like to watch dudes jizz, like, that's up to you. That's jizz. fine. I'm always out before that happens. Yes. I'm always wanna, at the shame... I don't want to see The shame that. mark before that. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to see anybody swallow it. I don't want to <laughs> see any, I don't want to see it covering someone's face. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand the appeal of I that. I mean, that's your preference. Everyone no, that's what I'm preference. saying. That's fine. I have my preference and you have your preference and if you want to watch dudes shoot loads all over chicks or <laughs> men or whoever, wow. I, don't, I don't care. I just don't... It's good for your skin, right? I get a, lo- <laughs> I get a lot of things. I get a lot of fetishes. I understand yeah. a lot of like, okay, But that's the that. one you don't understand? Uh, no, why would anyone want to watch that? Why don't you just want me... You want to watch me blow my nose all over like... Well, maybe people like satisfaction. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody would have to explain to me why they like it. All right, guys, order. send that email. <laughs> send, send all your emails of why you like to watch... <laughs> the money shots okay moving on <laughs> to the next fact anyway I, hey this movie starts out with cum so yes. we're gonna talk about cum it sure sorry. does sorry all right well coming we're along we're talking about ichi the killer how is it not going to come up come up <laughs> oh my god you have right, to edit you're gonna have to edit that no i'm not it's gonna be weird no oh, i mean right. when you edit it you're like oh that's normal <laughs> so as a publicity gimmick barf bags were received by viewers out at the toronto international film Dude. festival could you gotta find one go ahead to those attending the midnight screening of this movie similar bags were given during the stockholm international film festival reportedly watching the film caused one viewer to throw up and another to faint believe it i believe it you show some normie, like some non-conditioned like horror fan at this movie, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to have a major problem. Like if my... <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this. Oh, my nose. I got a boogie. Ew. If, uh, if like somebody if somebody like strapped my mom down and wa- made her watch this, oh my God. she would have seizures. <laughs> I don't think she would know. She would definitely... I don't know why I brought my mom up, but <laughs> I just imagine somebody from like my old church... Like watching a movie like this. Ooh, I see someone posted a picture of the barf bag. Kind of makes me out. Oh, back to the barf bags. Um, so when I originally saw this, at uh, some point, eight years ago. Okay, seven years, years ago. ago. Um, and I was reading up on it and stuff, and I learned this. Well, no, it was less time than that. Then 
Oh man, I think the first time I saw this was probably like five or six years ago. Okay. But I, I have barf bags. Yeah. I, like yeah. I loosely collect them. I have like ten of them. But I looked. I scoured. Oh yeah, the I can't find it for all. like an hour looking for this. Yeah. And this time watching it, and I reread that fact. I was like, oh yeah, there's that Toronto Film Festival bag that mm-hmm. came out when this movie was first released. Two thousand one. Dude, if I could get my hands on that bag, I would be so happy. Well, I'll keep an eye out, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen, pal. No, they were very. They were only given out there. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, it'd be so cool to it have that. It'd be so cool. I would. I would really be happy if I had that barf bag. I need to get back into collecting those. They're fun. I have enough now that I'm going to make like a little uh, display. That would be dope. It would yeah. be dope. Make a little studio display. Well, Amanda has given me the go ahead. We're moving the we're moving the uh, the house all around. Oh, nice. Because I don't have my really my own space, and our bedroom is huge. Yeah. So I'm going to move all my I'm going to move all the recording stuff up to our bedroom and uh, I'm going to have like a Oh, little, you're going to video gonna have like tape little, it. I'm going to videotape it. You're going to record it. Record the what? bedroom, the no, magic. No, no, the podcast recording. The magic. Shit. You know I spend like an hour and a half, 2 hours every week like editing all this shit mm, and like Sounds like your problem. That's not a problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm going to have a place in the room where I'm going to put up all my posters that I've had for that's forever cool. and they've just been sitting collecting dust and yeah. I'm going to put up all my shit. And so, well, that's little... very nice of her. It is. <laughs> know, what were we talking about? We're doing facts. Okay. The film has been banned in Malaysia since the movie's distribution date. It later caused controversy in Germany, and the film was banned for distribution there too. Private possession, what? yep, private possession Get of the, the film f- remains legal. Germany, but as of 2009, I don't know about since then. The film remained banned in both those countries. Germany, hey Germany, really, yeah. really yeah. Germany, you got some of the most fucked up films ever made coming out of your country, dude. Yeah. And that this is like, one that's banned. Like some of the most fucked up porn, like some of the like some of the craziest shit comes out of Germany. Mm-hmm. And you had a problem with Ichi the Killer. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna see. Is it still? Is Ichi the Killer still banned? Mm. Norway too. Huh? Is your mommy texting you? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it looks like it might still be. I anyway, moving on. You got more? Nope, that's it for me. All right, cool. This episode is uh, turning into a very long episode. I'm sorry. That's not your fault, but it is your fault. Oh, no. But it's also my fault. That's true. Um. All right, spook civics. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Um. We already kind of talked about the opening credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that, the opening beat, too, of the song is a bop. The opening song. Is about what? It's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah. And yes. that's actually, um, apparently... This is a fun fact. Uh, the character Kakara. Kakiara. Kakiara. Sorry. Apparently, his ringtone is that song. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's really cool. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, as you know, this is a violent, fucked up movie. Uh, yes, very violent, very fucked yes. up. Amount of blood and gore is so beautiful, though. It's true. There's that scene where that guy slips and falls and is lying in the guts. Wait, what? And he's like, and it's like falling from, dripping from the ceiling. There's like a scene in the very going, beginning? Yeah, where yeah, they yeah, find yeah. like Ichi's like first like the, the cleanup the cleanup guys yeah. get there in the very beginning. And he beginning, like slips yeah. in it yeah, and there's it's disgusting. blood everywhere. It's like a, just a room full of blood. Amazing. Because Ichi killed Anjo. Yeah. Yeah. It took me honestly, I I I don't know if I made fun of you, but I said something about you, like this movie being kind of convoluted. It is a little convoluted now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. I remember I remember thinking like 
Why? Because Ichi works for these two or three guys. Or well, this, they're this manipulating him, yeah. Yeah, they're using him. Yeah, they did some hypnosis. And they have the cleaners and they have this thing. But they're trying to take down the Yakuza. Uh-huh. They're like vigilantes. Yeah. And they just found Ichi mm-hmm. and they did a bunch of fucked up shit yes, to him. Yes, they put in like false memories. False memories. They made him a psychopath. Yes, a big old whiny And trained cry him baby. and then, yeah. And then they release him on. They trigger him and then they release him yeah. on unsuspecting crime yeah every time they're like that person was there yeah, when yeah, the, yeah. you were bullied and you witnessed a rape blah, blah, blah. yeah so that's that's what's going on yeah which um, is so messed up but you still have to get really far into it to understand like what exactly that yeah, was what it. Is happening, yeah. yeah it wasn't straightforward no. in the beginning it took me a little, yeah but i didn't mind it because you got all the gore and the gross stuff on top that yeah. it was just like whatever um hanging somebody up by their back with a bunch of big ass but like the hook the skin hook thingy is like a weird fetish thingy that people hang from the hooks all the time yeah i don't think they were that thick no definitely not (laughs) and then they're a lot thinner the extra torture on top of it and then the extra torture with him pouring boiling fry oil yeah on his back on his back and then he's like sticking like these pole thingies in his mouth oh Oh, it's so gross amazing amazing Mm -hmm. oh my god the The amount of slow torture we get yeah when he poured the oil on his back i was just like oh Oh, yeah fuck man that was definitely one of the ones where you're like oh my gosh this is not for any run of the and you can't do anything you're just exposed yeah it's like ah yeah and you could actually like you there's like a shot where you see the he's putting those needles through the hanging hooks guy and you yeah, see yeah. him put the needles in the mouth and you get it from the guy who's hanging his point of view yeah like, uh you can't like the hook is like or the needles like blocking part of his vision because it's sticking right, out his yeah, mouth yeah, and yeah, I thought I that, that was so cool that was cool there's yeah. there is some cool cinematography in this movie. oh yeah yeah, some cool yeah shots. it's in there yeah uh, it just looks so painful mm, yeah there's a lot of that word word indeed <laughs> do, do <you> go <laughs> no, i think one? i'll in i thought you wanted to go um okay uh, well yeah i'll get to i'll my favorite part of this movie happens sort of in the beginning okay um so it happens after he tortures um mm-hmm. whatever that guy's name is we just call him hook guy no suzuki okay he's torturing suzuki um but it happens after that where everyone's like dude what the fuck man like you're out of the gang and they, oh, yeah. they bring him before this council and <laughs> comic Kagiara being the badass that he was. One, all of these other crime bosses around, and his the Anjo gang is here, his his Mm -hmm. gang. Um and like everybody's really, really upset. And he was like, How dare you do all this stuff? Yeah, you're not helping us find the boss. The only reason he tortured this guy in the first place was because like somebody like said, I heard a rumor that this guy was talking shit and that he killed your boss. Yeah. Without looking into it at all. He's like, well, bring him down here. <laughs> and w- so I remember somebody being like, well, shouldn't we talk to him first? I'm like, no, nah, bring him down here. And he just tortures the fuck well, out of him does. with no evidence and no nothing. He just wants. They he know just, the type of person he is. He just Why would they it? ask him to get on the case? So that's the only reason he did that. I love that. I, I love Kakiar so much. He just doesn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, that dude's crazy. And they're like, well, you need to do something. Like you burned the shit out of this guy. Yeah. He's like injured. He's in the hospital. Covered you in. You did like, it for no wrapped reason. Wrapped up like a mummy. And yeah. he's like, all right, um, I'll give him my tongue. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he goes in the thing 
and he he has like that bib, oh. that bib scarf. Yeah, that's like he, he looks like up. he's dressed like Daphne he, from like Scooby yeah, Doo. Yeah, and he ties the scarf, and he's wearing purple. And like and it, the scarf is like that bright green. Yeah, and he's wearing he, purple. It's he pulls a great out look. a song, which I'm pretty sure is is uh, tattooed purple. Yeah. Um, of and course. He, he just cuts out his tongue. I and mean, it's a close up. Yeah, and he cuts out his tongue, and it's really gross. And he like throws it to him. It was like. There, yep. you could send that to Suzuki. Yep, there you go. Right after he cuts out his tongue, which he doesn't really seem to have much effort, like doesn't apply much effort to do. He, it yeah. seems like he's in a bit of pain, but he just cuts it out. Yeah, he makes out, some noise. You flops know? it on the table, like kind of cleans himself up. And then he stands up and his phone rings and he takes a phone yeah. call and he kind of walks kind of walks away. And the one, the the Yakuza mob boss or whatever, like he's like, and he like faints. Yeah. And like all these people are like, what the fuck? That dude is crazy. <laughs> But you could tell we were scared of him. The oh, whole movie. everyone was terrified. Yeah, of every him. time he would like even like stand up, they'd all like. Yeah, how jump could you up? not yeah. be? I'd be horrified. Yeah, because he does not give up. He doesn't fuck. care if he dies. He doesn't care about pain. He likes, likes it. Yeah, he likes it. So. What do you do to a guy like that? Yeah, there's really not much. <laughs> I mean, you can kill him, but that's he doesn't care. Uh, so anyway, that's what he wants. That is hands down. That's where you really learn who Kakiara is, and you learn like you're mm-hmm. like okay, this. And that whole team, that whole scene, I think, was intentional in doing that. Oh yeah, and like showing you, like this is who these people are dealing with, and you're like, oh, okay, he is out of his mind, and he's horrifying. So I, that's just my favorite. It's just a really like, I don't know, cool point mm-hmm. in the movie where you you recognize who he is, and just oh, yeah. the whole scene in general is just fucking awesome and hilarious and gross and disturbing, and I love it. Favorite scene, cool. favorite scene hand it's down. A gra- it's a great scene. Yeah, definitely. I, I, and you laugh too. He's yeah. like, look at this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> no fucks. No fucks. Kevin. Oh, man. Love it. Uh, and then there's also, uh, I also really love Karen, <laughs> who's like, okay, I don't know. I found her kind I of think annoying. She's great. She's a babe. She's funny. She's a um, leech. Uh, so? Uh, her outfits are amazing. She's a fashion she icon. She's super too. hot. Yeah, she's yeah. hot. She's got that leopard print fuzzy jacket that I would kill for. Um, I'm also co- I was confused why they kept having her switch between English and Japanese though. I thought that was a weird choice because no one else was speaking English. I have no idea. But I, whatever, she's still hot, so hot. I have a feeling that it had something to do with her being Chinese. Okay, yeah. Because they really pointed out a lot that she was Chinese. Uh-huh. Like, oh, she's Chinese. Yeah, which is just. So I felt like maybe there was. I don't know. Oh, it was bizarre though, a little bit. But I, f- I guess like she was like working on all the dudes. But I do love that she's like a bit crazy too. She gets in there. Obviously, she's not good enough at beating him up. But like she, when he's doing that like weird that face stretching so- scene and she jumps oh in God. and pulls the, he's like, "Help me, Karen!" And she jumps in she's and pulls like the other side. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even understand if you can actually do that with your hands. But man, that was so romantic. You know, Mike and I just face ripping, stretching people all the time. Ugh, that was hard to That's watch. That's why we brought you here. That What? You're going to rip my <laughs> face off? The, at the friendship orgy. I think that was a little silly, but I did like that I scene. loved it. It made me laugh. It's a fucking crazy And then she's scene. like, I want to be your girl. Yeah. Like, while doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I love stuff like that. It's so silly. It was pretty funny. Because, and that's another, that's kind of an example. Well, what he's doing is pretty funny in general. He's yeah. pulling off of dude's cheeks. So never mind. I'll just with it. his bare hands. Like, Okay. <laughs> Oh no! This is what I what I was about to get to. This this is, illustrates my point. Yes, please. That I made in uh, initial thoughts was that Takashi Mike will take you to the edge of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and right when you're about to give up and like this is too disturbing, he will bring it back with some goofy shit. 
mm-hmm. just makes you laugh. Um, so there's the stuff where so we've, been, we've seen the beginning of the movie. Ichi, uh, you know, jizz on the flowers because he sees this dude like beating up this chick and raping, yeah, who He's messed up, who he f- who is a ho- uh, uh, sex worker. Yes, that Ichi Good frequents. Save. The Ichi sees her. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, and Ichi finally gets the balls to go up. Well, and actually, he got caught. Yeah, no, hold yeah. on. The first time he has the balls to go up and he watches and he mm-hmm. jizzes and he runs away. The second time he goes up and he's like, I'm going to kill this guy for you. Yeah. And he shows up in his Ichi the killer gear. <laughs> and at first he like cries. And yeah. the dude's like bullying him which and stuff. Really, really which really, really bothers me. triggered him. Wait, what bothers you? That he's like crying. I get it. Like he's <laughs> manipulated to do the killing and stuff. But like, oh, it gets on my nerves. Like it's Ichi the killer. You got to be cooler than this. He's really not. I know. And that's he's what just I just really just, fucked up. Oh, bugs me a little bit. He's more like a robot than I know, anything. But I wish it wasn't named after him. Like a yeah right yeah it's, uh, that's my only real like, real qualm there but um he uh so he gets in so there he's yeah. beating the chick and he's raping the chick and it's upsetting oh it's very and upsetting. it's really really upsetting and i really hate watching that yes, stuff it's the hardest part for me I think, and then ichi movie. shows up and you know you're ready to turn it off mm-hmm. or look away or be like all right well let me chill my phone until this really horrific shit is over but right when that's happening, he starts raping her, and Ichi shows up, and he opens the door, and he's like fucking with Ichi, and he cry, he's crying, and Ichi's like, man, I'm crying, and then, and then he cuts him in half. Yes. <laughs> well, he cool. has a special knife boot. But that's yeah, his knife boot. Knife boot. <laughs> the, but yeah. that's what I'm talking about. He, there's some really, really fucked up, dark shit happening in the scene. But by the end of the scene, you're laughing your ass off. Especially because the CGI on and that one. And then he one. accidentally kills the chick. I love this that part. It's fucking hilarious. It's my favorite. And it, it he he just went from doing this awful shit mm-hmm. to making you laugh your ass off. Yeah. In like a straight way, in half. In yeah. a way that like no movie I've ever seen does that. And I I just really it's yeah. very very unique to this movie. Absolutely. And maybe some people have done shit like that, but I don't think anyone's done it as well as uh mm-hmm. as Takashi Mike does. But in like, this movie. how bad did it look when he was? Oh, dude, yeah, the, the, the CGI, CGI is on bad. that part yeah, was like him. the worst. But he cuts him in half too. And the other funny thing is like he's like, oh, he he yeah. has like a boner after it, and he's <laughs> like, oh look, I got a boner now. Like, that's what does it. Okay. <laughs> And then he tells the girl, he's like, now I'm going to be the one that beat you up. Oh, no. She said that. She was like, so you're going to be the one to beat me up now. Oh, I thought he said it. No, she said it. No, well, whatever. Anyway, that whole scene, like I said, I can't stress enough. That scene is fucking disturbing. Yes. And it's hard to watch. Her face is all fucked up. And she's making this he's noise. beating it's just, her she's up. Crying. She's screaming and crying and he's yeah. raping her. And then by the, by the end of the scene. You're like, you, oh, thank you're God. Like, you're like laughing. Yeah. Which just makes you feel like a psychopath. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Takashi Mike. Yeah, it's like he dragged us into like all of his mm-hmm. shit and made us like just like him. And he's like, see, this is what it's like to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing all this shit and then laughing at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if how good that is for the psyche, but whatever. Another weird scene for me was like the, uh, I don't know if it's like a mugger or something coming up to... Um, 
Kakara, Kakiara. Uh, that's what you're here for. Kakiara. And I like think it's Kakiara. Um, and he like goes to punch him and he catches Kakiara, catches his hand in With his, his mouth, mouth and his like jaw. Well, just, first he takes his rings off. Yeah, it's like so <laughs> crazy. One, I don't know if it would be like that, but I don't care. He literally catches. You could, you could definitely cut some tendons and yeah. shit in your jaw. And if you did but it. But will it stay up if I, you just I, have a piercing? I think if you did it the right way. Well, he doesn't talk a lot either. No. Um, and he's not like yelling and screaming and moving his mouth a lot. Yeah. I think if you, I think you could. Yeah, maybe. Definitely create like. But oh, I loved it. That scene is oh, so silly, though. But it looks. I don't know the the part the the stills where you see like his hand and his actual mouth. I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. But yeah, it's silly. But it looked really cool. I can actually picture that in like a manga. That's like perfect. Yeah. So. <laughs> I thought it looked cool. The scene was a bit funny, but I loved it. Yeah, it is a little silly. It was freaky. But I still liked it a lot. Yeah, definitely. Because he just looks like this deranged clown mm-hmm. with oh, his dude's yeah. fist in his mouth and he bites and, off And he's all, got these crazy sharp teeth. Yeah, you and he see. bites off all the skin on his hands. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Yeah, that scene is really, that's one of my favorites too. It's, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. so crazy. Moving on. Um, One of my other favorite scenes. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to save that. Oh, for your favorite yeah, kill? Yeah, for my favorite thing. Um. Hmm, what else we got? Oh, this I didn't really get this. Ichi is being told by the that older dude who's like manipulating him and mm-hmm. gave him all this press memories. Mm-hmm. Uh that he's gotta kill himself. He's gotta kill people to be a man, is he gotta yeah. get revenge on the bullies? And Ichi's like, I don't want to kill anybody anymore. And they're having this conversation. At one point, he looks down and he's like, Oh, my dick is hard. <laughs> and the old dude is like, Well, here's some tranquilizers, and he's like, Don't you know, don't let that happen, it'll rot. What? I didn't understand that scene. I didn't understand that either, and I think that we maybe didn't even need that. Yeah, like that, that could have been one of the scenes. That was we one just of those scenes where I was like, "What? What I does this? How does this?" Like, I mean, it's either. showing that like he's being manipulated by these people, but yes. that's still, it's kind of weird. Yeah, we could do without that one. It was confusing. Yeah, it was weird. Agreed. Agreed, indeed. Agreed, agreed. And then um, the end towards the end the where and we end at the end. I still have a whole bunch. What? have a lot more. all right they keep talking because i don't okay maybe i won't go through all this but you don't you didn't want to talk about the nipple cutting scene oh my god i totally forgot about that <laughs> you didn't write that down no how did, I did you not, not write that down it's probably one of the the hard well, it was like a little bit later so i think i like took a break from notes at a certain point because i'm like i'm just gonna look at this i do that sometimes too yeah. where it's like i can't i can't because i already wrote so many i'm like all right we're just gonna overdo it so they pull out her nipple mm-hmm. they pull out this so they find this uh they find this sex worker that is linked to a guy that they're trying to find mm-hmm. so they're that supposedly her. knows where ichi is yeah so they're torturing her for the, information yeah. and she's she doesn't know anything exactly she has no idea what the fuck they're talking about and they get these two corrupt cops. Mm-hmm. Of course, to do it. of course. These two like sadistic, crazy ass cops. Yeah, they were a little goofy though. And this is another scene where Takashi Mike really bothered me. Oh yeah, because I remember this happened. I looked at Mike and I said, "I'm gonna do that to you." It really bothered me, and it really made me like, I don't like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the scene, I, yeah. I, was, I was laughing. But the like, nipple this, cutting. This. But they pull yeah. out. They she they pull out her nipple and they they pull it out over a table yeah oh. with like this these pliers or something oh my nipple hurts. and it's on it's it's on the table mm-hmm. f- like flat with the table and then he just takes a, oh. a box cutter or a razor or something yeah. and just goes right across the table and just mm-hmm. cuts her entire nipple off yeah and it is 
hard to watch. It is gross. It is really like, even as a guy, like, yeah. you know, everybody's nipples are sensitive. Like, oh my God, that would have hurt so bad. Yeah, I told my guy I was going to do that to him because he doesn't like when I touch his nipples. But so. they do it to both of them. Yeah. Uh, they they torture her. They're, she's she's like crying on the table. Yeah, they got her sad. on the table. Yeah. And then they start arguing about like, well, why can't you break her? And the guy's like, she's tough, man. She's yeah. tough. Yeah. And then the one cop, and, and you're like, this is fucked up because she's bleeding on the mm-hmm. table. She's beaten up. Mm-hmm. It, it's horrible. It's horrific what they've done to this woman. Blowing up today. So popular. It's horrific what they've done to this woman. And then the one cop straps on those doggy ears. Uh, And he was like, I'll find your guy. And he goes and sniffs her crotch. And they're gonna find the last dude that she fucked. And he sniffs her crotch and he's like, All right, I got sent. And then they fucking find him. Dude. That's so ridiculous. So like you go from cutting off a nipple to this dude being a clown. Why don't you just do that in the first place? And like, and like I'll sniff her out. Like literally, what that's the it. Fuck? I so totally forgot about again, that. Again, we're going from extremely upsetting to like ridiculous, goofy shit that made me laugh. Yes, and we appreciate that. Takashi, it just Mike. makes me feel like watching this movie makes you feel like a crazy person. So. Yeah. I think that's the point, and I think that's great. Yeah, I do too. I well think it's wonderful. Done. Yeah, it's very well. I think Takashi Mike knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, and he just rides this line of like, mm-hmm. like hilarious and disturbing. That it's just crazy. Um, do 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 do. Uh, the reveal that Gigi is the super duper jacked dude and yeah. like just like crushes that other dude. Yeah, and that was fun. Just done things himself, but all right. Well, I think the I think he thought of them as like some crime fighting vigilante yeah. team. Um, and he was just there in case shit went south. Like they're getting Ichi to do everything. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to talk about the ending? All right. Well, let's go the ending. I'm talking about the part where Ichi and Kakari, Kakari, Kakiara. Kakiara. I'm never going to say it right. It's not harder. <laughs> uh, it's not like they finally like come across each other. And for some reason, Kakiara. They come each other? <laughs> yes. Wait, what? No. Oh, my God. He's spilling beer all over my house. Anyways, when they like finally encounter each other and it's like and like Kakiara is kind of acting like scared not scared he's like backing up all fast he's like no stay out of here in his holographic suit but he says i'm like cleaning up beer yeah. and like trying to <laughs> but he says at one point he's like uh he says i've never felt this level of like or what does he say like excitement yeah and but... like um not like anxiousness or something mm-hmm. he says he feels both so he's yeah. scared but he's also like exhilarated yes that he wants to have this fun encounter. But I don't like the way they have him act. I feel like he would be much more, like, tougher than the he, way he, he acted. He was kind of, like... He, he just seemed he out of character for like him a bit. He was kind of, like, meek and, like... Yeah. Oh, like a, yeah. He got a little, like, feminine? A little, like... A, it just felt so bizarre to me he that he's, like... He was acting way different. Like, yeah. he was acting, like, submissive, almost. I so guess... Like, oh, oh, well, that may be his, like, because you know, he knows this guy could... This guy's really yes. fuck me up. Like, and that's what he wants. Okay, so it makes sense that's now. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's because more... Because my head, I'm, like... I guess feminine is a bad word to yeah. say. It's more submissive and more, like... Yeah, because not all femmes are submissive. No, I know. That's why <laughs> it's a t- bad, bad uh, word to put on. I mean, it. I'm a sub, but still. <laughs> I'm a what? I'm a sub, but still. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he gets he gets uh So that makes sense because I'm like this is, seems out of character for him since he's like so like 
he's so cocksure the whole movie. Yeah, and then and he's such a badass. But, but then, now it makes sense because especially with his like the line later, where he's like, "Well, who's gonna kill me now?" Yeah, he's getting like I think. Well, one, he's like sexually yeah. excited for what's yes. about to happen and he's and wearing a two, brilliant he's worried and he's like yeah. excited and he's nervous and yeah think about meeting like if like you know you had some crazy crush on somebody steve buscemi yeah if steve buscemi like showed up at your door like how you would act See, you would act would be completely off. different you'd be like oh my god steve buscemi let me suck your dick <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying though like that's what kakiara is thinking like Fair. oh my god i'll do whatever this guy wants like holy shit all right so we got i've seen the yeah. rooms that he's killed people in that's so. fair well yeah but i also feel like he just you know kicked everybody with his sword suit shoe and that's how he killed people doesn't seem that fun so anyways yeah, he doesn't know that. that's true because he does leave a lot of Kakiara doesn't know how he kills that's people. That's true. He does leave a mess in his wake he like every time. He just leaves a crazy ass mess. He has no idea what this dude's capable yeah. of. So they do encounter eventually. And there's also that kid that's involved. That kid who ends up being decapitated. <laughs> which I'll, I might be fucked up, but let me see it, okay? We like yeah, at him. like He wakes up and looks around and there's just a kid whose head is not no attached to Takashi his body. No, it's Mike. That was 100% filmed. Yeah, I and, believe and it. They done, probably had they to cut like, that. You, you, yeah. can't, you can't do that. A little that. too far. <laughs> but yes. Anyways. Which honestly wouldn't have been the most disturbing thing in this movie at all. Oh, that's absolutely true. Seeing a kid decapitated? Nah. I mean, yeah. we've seen nipples get cut off. We've seen hands get bitten off. Yeah. We've seen rape. We've seen extreme torture. Yeah. We've seen tongues getting cut out cut out yeah so I a decapitated it, kid I think that's a 10 year old nothing. getting his head cut off is pretty mild in this movie <laughs> i will agree with that um so yeah so that's pretty much and then the ending i just i hmm. I, hmm. I i think i understood what was what what t- the takashi mike was trying to do Can where it was trying to be yeah. ultimately funny where kakiara is this badass this whole movie and this all and it's two hours long it's culminating in it's big crazy showdown between these two sadistic like mm-hmm. deranged people but ichi just has a breakdown and cries the yeah. whole time yeah. and then you know kakiara doesn't know what to do with that so he hallucinates and kills himself i can see that being funny it's just i was so invested in yeah. these characters and you're so invested in what's happening that to, to end the movie on some dumb joke that's and, supposed to be funny and then the I way just, he dies really is like he like lands on that like pull the ledge and loses his balance and dies yeah like at least you could have like gave him what he wanted which you saw in other scenes where he was really good at like not falling over yeah where he's like bends like almost like bends over and almost yeah. completely backwards and stands back up so yeah i didn't really care for that but it is what it is true 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 that's all i got you want to add some stuff some johns yeah. i don't know i hate i really just don't like the fact that kakiara basically took his own life yeah it's suicide at the end really well because no one's gonna kill him that's what he says yeah who's gonna kill me now Mike, can you have a tissue tissue for the poor i got a boogie give me your lotion tissues if you smell beer it's because chuck spilled it all over i cleaned it up what an ass he's picking his nose on the air i'll show i'll show oh. also i didn't spill it 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 fizz i just opened it he shook it really hard before he opened it blowing your nose on the air yeah sorry that's what this show has come to 
All right, you want to do creepy questions? <laughs> I don't even know. Are you me? Creepy questions? Um, I don't have any. You got any? I have two. Okay. I know you joke around about this stuff, mm-hmm. and it's okay if you don't want to get too personal mm-hmm. on the podcast. All right. Too much. Go on. But like... I don't like where this one's going. I feel like I wanted to take this opportunity since we're talking about all this stuff. Like, how into, like, the kinky, like... <laughs> sadomasochist bdsm <laughs> stuff like how far do you go um if you're willing to, if you're willing to say it on the not show, far i'm not like far. tied up and like oh you like being tied up yes and like spanked with like a spatula does mike spank you with a spatula not right now we're gonna <laughs> steal one from the cape may house but uh <laughs> yeah i don't know i like some of that stuff you know like okay you know I'm you don't have to, to get, go like, into it i just and candle waxed but you like the candle wax and like yeah I like okay so you stuff. like a moderate amount of pain yeah. or oh, in, maybe an intermediate yeah amount. you know or is that a beginner amount i don't know you won't slap me amount. though <laughs> i don't blame. not in the face I so they're very light for you yeah. very nothing for me <laughs> i don't mind the you know yeah twisted nipples or thumb in the butthole but um we're getting very you're not per- getting choked out no i don't want to be choked i, I do <laughs> i don't mind being scratched but not too hard what? <laughs> i like you know i like, well, to, I feel, these, I like so. to feel like mike doesn't have a choice no i'm not no not with that. <laughs> fuck that no i don't want my skin to be pierced <laughs> it's very light for me i'm not really into there's nothing wrong with that no, not at your all. Your preference it's, is your preference. Dude, there's nothing wrong with any of this shit. I'm not trying to like say anything. It's just I I never I didn't ever really get into it. Um yeah. Also, oh, I forgot to point out one thing about Ichi the Killer. Mm-hmm. You could say that this is not a horror movie. Dude, I think it's the I, I mean it, it's called a horror movie because the amount of gore. But you're right. But really it mostly It could be like an actual it's action. An, it's an action crime drama. Which is what it says on IMDb. So yeah, this isn't actually a horror movie. Oh although, my god! Although it is canceled episode. <laughs> We're done. This isn't even a horror movie. I'm counting it as a horror movie. Oh yeah, me too. Hell yeah, for sure. Even if it's horror adjacent, it's horror very adjacent because oh, agreed. I mean, you can't have this 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 level of torture and gore in a movie and not call it horror. All right. You have any other? You have no questions. Nope. No questions. Uh, freaky favorites. Let's do it. Your favorite kill uh when ichi gets that beaten up girl and then like he accidentally gets her <laughs> yeah. he cuts her in the neck i guess as a reflex and the Hilarious. crazy blood spray it's like going non-stop that's my favorite i laughed pretty hard during that it's so unexpected yeah that entire scene I, yeah. is great he was shocked she was shocked i was shocked we were all shocked <laughs> um my favorite kill is everyone in the room at the oh. at the Anjo gang base. Yeah, yeah. Where he, it's so funny to me because it shows that it shows that like horizontal shot mm-hmm. that like uh, that side scrolling shot where it's level and you see the door open mm-hmm. and then you see Ichi run in like yeah. a maniac and he's like ah and then it stays there. Uh-huh. The camera doesn't move; it just stays on. It's you see the open door. Yeah, you see like the open door flat and you just see. 
all of these guts yes, and the blood. shit Someone trying to, to get out. It was so comic booky, dude, and it was so great. Exactly. And then they show the aftermath. There's that scene where like he cuts, he obviously cuts somebody's face off, and it flies yeah. out of the door, and, and it, it goes like, like slides down the wall. Yeah. That whole scene is my like my second favorite scene. I it's it's super cool looking. It's very creative and it's hilarious yeah. and I just loved it. Oh, dude, it's a great, great choice. Your favorite character? Seriously. Kakihara. 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 Wait, have I been saying his name wrong I the don't whole know. time? Is Ka- it ya- it's not Yaki. No, it's, no, it's Ka- Kaki. Kakihara. It's Kakihara. His, his fashion ya- is the best. I wrote Yaki. Oh, I think it's a typo. It's probably a typo. Yeah. His fashion is the best and he's ob- obviously having the most fun. Uh, like I said, I don't know why it's called Ichi the Killer when Kakihara's face is on the cover. Yeah, he's a very complex character. Yes. It's just great. Badass. Oh, like, dude. He's having the most fun, too. There is a prequel to this movie. Did you know that? It's called One Ichi. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched yeah. it either. I don't think that it did anything, really. Favorite quote. Oh, sorry. Talks to my mom. Talks to my mom. Uh, when he says, there's no love in your punches. <laughs> but sometimes, some of the like translation says, there's no love in your violence, but I my tv said it was punches so i'm gonna go with either or that was punches on my screen yeah. too i remember that i have two um one so he horrifically tortures suzuki uh with the hooks and he puts the shit on his back and he puts the shit on his face and the mm-hmm. suzuki's boss because there's different like gangs with, yep, yep. within the yakuza correct um and suzuki's boss or somebody shows up and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and Kakiara goes, what? Just a little torture. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> love it. Uh, but my real favorite line is um, is from Kakiara. And it kind of explains Kakihara. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, listen, when you're giving pain to someone, don't think about the pain that person is feeling. Mm-hmm. Just concentrate on how good it feels to be causing someone pain. That's the best thing you can do for a true masochist. And I don't know anything about sadomasochism mm-hmm. or masochists or sadists or anything, but I bet that's true. Probably, yeah. Because at the very end, there is some form of like sex, and mm-hmm. there can be love in that. There can be um, yeah. emotion and passion and stuff. I don't think it's healthy <laughs> uh, on this level. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Like extreme sadomasochism. Do you think that's a? Do you think it's like? I don't know. I'm. I don't I've know. I never really thought about it's it. It's too out of my. And we were talking about Ichi the Killer. Yeah. Like we have to talk about it. I know, but it's too out of my like knowledge yeah, or experience that I'm not. There sure. has to be right. There has to be. Yeah. If two people decide like this is what we're into, we really like it. Yeah. And it turns us on, and we. W- this is what we do. There has to be love in that somewhere, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Right? It's just not typical. No. That but, we know of, yeah. But is it healthy? <laughs> I I think it depends on what they do afterwards. Right. Like you know, if you really like if a, you're really into infl- There's like a whole aftercare aspect to right, it. Right. That's so. what I'm saying. It's like <sighs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's also healthy to get it out, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Like you're not wrong. Um, I just don't know very much about it. That's fair. But I do know that if you're into that, it's totally fine. Yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Hurt 
other people. Yeah. <laughs> but like with consent. But with consent. <laughs> like with consent. Consent is sexy. Yeah. Consent is sexy. It is. Is that it? That's it. Wow. That was a long well, episode. Well, I know. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Pat. What was Pat wanting longer episodes? No, he just wanted a, an episode. He's like, where's my episode, It's a little guys? late. Chill out. Did he even look at the Instagram? He didn't like it. I didn't look at the Instagram either. <laughs> Whatever. You I haven't been on the Instagram. I have been putting stuff on there. Yeah, but I, Pat's our number one fan. Like just today, one thing. <laughs> oh, no, I, I put us to two things. Um. All right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Yes. Episode 92 in the bag. Uh, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, at Forsaken Cinema. You can check out our website, ForsakenCinema.com, where you can do all the things. You can mm-hmm. send us messages. You can go to our Tee Public. You can read about the history of the show. Mm-hmm. You can eventually, you'll be able to see our schedule. I'm oh, working yeah. on putting a calendar up there. So don't trust our, it, though. No, don't trust it. But you it's, can a loose, it, it's a loose idea. But you idea. can at least know the movies we're going to do. Yeah, so if you want to watch them before and talk along we'll with us. We'll typically get to the movies. It just not, might always be yeah. on Wednesdays. If you want to talk along with us, go ahead. We can't hear you, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can listen to all episodes of the show and all that jazz. And you can also email us Not all that jazz. The bling, 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 all, all that jizz. jizz. You're right. All that jizz. <laughs> Literally. Yes. All of each jizz. <laughs> yeah, right. um, which was real jizz, which is upsetting. But was it his? I don't know. I don't know who's Because in audition, that okay, was a real vomit. I don't know whose it is. Don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> And wherever you're listening, we're available on all podcast platforms. Please rate, review, subscribe, share. Um, oh, I started to say drop us a line wherever you're, you know. You know let us know thing. what you think about the show. Suggest movies. We love, love, love movie suggestions. We do. Uh, and we'll fit it into our schedule next somewhere. Next month's movie theme is... I don't uh, have it. I don't have it yet. Oh, yeah, I don't have it. No, we only did up to May. Oh, well, I'll get that soon. Next month anyway, is June, so Thank you one. for listening. Do all the stuff we told mm-hmm. you to do. Have a lovely May. Yep, that's it. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Meatball says bye, too. Bye.